Dangerous Podcast, George Grant back in the building. Hey, we got a special guest in the building, the you homie gonna, Charles Scholler. You gonna read Schuller? off? Scholler? Scholler? Scholler. Are you gonna read you off the it. card or are you gonna have him do it? We'll read off the card. Uh, sure. I mean, I was gonna say the owner of Ledger Sneaker Boutique. We'll get to that. At, we'll get to that uh, at one point. Right. But he's in the building with us today. I know it's been a while since we had three people on the show. Uh, but we appreciate him apologizing. Fam, it's been a while. <laughs> we haven't had a, we haven't Nobody's had a third person even in a while. Notice it doesn't look the same. I wasn't apologizing for not having three people. Oh, yeah, you All I said was it's been a while. It takes a little time to get used to back in the studio like this. Andy Green was here right before his wedding. Uh, when was that? When was that? <sighs> he been married Three for about a year and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations on your first anniversary, Andy Green. Um, appreciate everybody listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. Every single podcast platform, obviously, YouTube viewership. We appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody who comments, like, share, subscribe. Uh, whatever you listen to us on, just subscribe. You know, if you got any issues, you know, DM me, but send a review. Oh, what's that on end? <laughs> Those Sakai's. Is, is that Sakai's? Is that on end? <laughs> Dang, I didn't even know they were doing it yet. So you'll be letting me that know the draw. SNS had them. Oh, did it do the draw too? Oh, yeah. It's already over? Dang. You uh-huh. don't know. I don't even get in those no more. I don't even try. See, I, you don't try any of them? Because nah. you be, you be having some SNS fire, some fire like, stuff on your page. SNS man. is easier now with the app. It's like two clicks. So I just, I don't, it doesn't bother me. It used to bother me when you had to like type everything in. Uh, SNS, they got an app? I didn't know they had an app. Yeah, you got to do it on the app. So them all your losses? L-L-L-L. You lost on Crimson once. LL Cool George. Um, like I said, I appreciate everybody who listens. Uh, obviously, episode will be up. So it's possible video, yeah, it gets up within a few hours, 24 hours or something like if that. you want them fear of gods, you better go on there. They got it on there, too. What, air raids? Yep. What about, I hate the moccasins. The moccasins suck, <laughs> Um Like I said, we got the homie Charles. He's the owner of a new sneaker oh. shop that's opening up in Arizona. Those Legend. Loud. Um, they're all even. I know, but your mic is super loud. <sighs> That's all even, man. Um, you could turn them down. Am I sound loud to you? No, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm sure I always sound loud. I got sensitive ears. <laughs> you never wear the headphones. That's why I sound loud. So when you wear the headphones, you have no idea what I sound like on the microphone. Um, streaming right now. So. <laughs> but like I said, we've got George. I mean, sorry, we got Charles, who is the owner of a new sneaker boutique that's opening up in Arizona uh, on the west side called Legend. Yes, uh, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm sure you're excited about that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so this is an episode. We had an episode previously with um, Sock Jig on bots, proxies, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Then we, had, and then we had uh, Bruce Hatu on here talking about marketing. Mm-hmm. So now we got Charles on here to talk about everybody who wants to start a sneaker business. All right, There's a lot of mm-hmm. people out there reselling. And I'll tell you, as a kid, you just always have that aspiration. You either want to design sneakers Work at Nike or have your own sneaker shop, all right? Once you realize Nike only gives out, like, eight hours a month to employees, <laughs> you don't want that anymore. But, you know, like I said, we definitely appreciate you coming on. So, like, second half of the show, we'll definitely be talking about the show. Uh, pickups, anything this week? Anybody cop anything this week? Got a few Travis Scotts on the way. A few Travis to, Scotts. <laughs> some other ways to get them. You know, we, we struck out this weekend, so... Got a few of them coming in and uh, trying to have some ready for the store opening. At least four or five. Oh, you got four or five just from this weekend release? Yeah. Oh, okay. Any off sneakers? No. Oh, okay. That so, was impossible. You couldn't get them on sneakers. That was an absolute mess. A failure. Anything else you grabbed? Uh, these medicine ball air trainers. Um, oh, okay. Just for me personally. But yeah, I've been copping for myself, man. It's been copping just for the store. <laughs> so. <laughs> I've been... Uh, 
Actually, you know, I'm not saying my pickups this week. Oh, yeah, you no, are. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, no. you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Nah, because last week my wife got mad. That's uh, not going to make it any better when you say I'm not saying what I bought. <laughs> I didn't buy nothing, huh? You can't prove it. So, <laughs> I suggest you shut your mouth, too. <laughs> I don't think that's how I it works. No, no, that's how it works. Uh. Okay, Rocio is smarter than you, so she's going to know based on what you just said. No. That I don't know what you're talking about. No. Okay. You copy anything this week, George? Nope. You didn't copy nothing? I thought you had like said a few things. Oh. What? Nah. Okay. Well, I said I got the, the Ultra Boost off Packer. Uh, oh, nice. So They're Limited. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is the homie sent just like text a link. Like, I don't know if... um. Did jump J twenty three and all of them? Did they tweet anything or? Oh, okay, he so don't I, do Adidas, but yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't get uh, I didn't get any of those notifications. He just sent it to me, just regular text message. Clicked they, it. They sent it, but they might have been late on it because it wasn't on them, any of the monitors. So did it, they go quick? Uh, no, like yeah. I looked at it and I was like, when I got on it, it was probably like all the smaller sizes and like a couple of big sizes gone, but like nine, nine and a half, ten, eleven and a half, twelve. Like some of the big stuff was still on there, and I was like. I don't want this. Like, cause it didn't say nothing about being limited. It didn't say nothing about it being like, I just thought it was just a regular ultra boost. It was like 500 pairs. Yeah. So I was like, I put the nine and a half in a car on my cell phone. And then I was like, let me just get a big computer. Got my big computer, put it in, copped and I was good. So I'm like, yo, like 500 pairs of that. And plus it's a 1.0. 1.0s are fire. Still Mm -hmm. fire. So I'm definitely glad I copped that. So shout out to High Tapes. So he sent me that link. He grabbed a pair too. I wasn't sure if they were simple. Almost got them, but he's sitting there debating if they're fire or not. And then they sold out. Yeah, like so. Once word got out, they went pretty quick. Um, other than that, I think that was it. Uh, you grabbed nothing, George. Whose phone number is that? Let me see. I don't it's know. not your phone too. Oh, oh, this is Rick. Oh, I'm sorry, Rich. Rich, who? Wait a minute. That uh. Got us the um, Adidas. That's Rick. Oh, Rick. Teeves. Yeah, Teves. I got the two different numbers on my name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you wildin'. I got different, two different names on my phone. What you want me to do? Know somebody's name who you got saved in your home? I got Rich and Rick in here. So, but uh, he asked about some shoes. Anyways, um, just real quick, I want to clear a few things up about last week's episode, Hold too. Hold on a second. What? He said his pickups? Bro, where are you? <laughs> I'm still worried about fixing this room because... <laughs> he said he had a bunch of Travis Scott's coming in. He caught medicine balls. Bam. What are you talking about? Oh, we about? got the pandas for the wife. Those pony hair panda. Oh, ones. they come in yet? Yeah, she got them yesterday. How they look in hand? They're nice. Oh, okay. They're nice. What size you wear? I'm a 13. Oh, so okay. I can't You're fit not those. buying, so it doesn't matter. I want to see what they, they look like women's. in hand. Yeah, they're nice. Not buying. Yeah, but you remember the black and white ones, like just black and white? Yeah. I figured they looked like that. I didn't know these joints were like buy those furry for or something. Yeah, <laughs> right. We was like, Simple going to sell them. Simple trying to buy my black toes. Huh? DMing me separately from the thread. So trade them black toes for those. I'm, I'm Why would I do that? Huh? I said I want them. I didn't say they better than black toes. Uh. Well, and I need confirmation toes. that black toes is getting ready to come out again before I get rid of my pair of black toes. Why? Okay, never mind. I need to know. Uh, you know because what? black toes are through the roof. Yeah. All right. A lot of those Jordan ones, man. Like them joints Five, are six, seven. Ryan. Um, but real quick, want to clear up a few things from last week's episode because I'm sick of people messaging me who, and it was George's fault 
too, and my wife. Man. Both of y'all act like I don't understand the point of marketing. Okay. <laughs> I completely understand the point of marketing and getting it in the hands of people with the big followers and all that stuff. I get that. I'm glad she lectured you on that. Man, she was like going crazy. Like, like I don't understand. I'm like, yo, she's a realtor. I'm like, yes, you're in the sales. I, I said, I get it. I understand the point of marketing and Nike and Jumpman and all these people going to specific people to get it out there to these large groups of followers. Mm-hmm. I get it. You said nerds. My thing, nerds, whatever, <laughs> geeks, I don't care, whatever. You said nerds. My issue is, is that, which we've talked about a million times on this show, Nike is the greatest marketing company of all time to us. So when their marketing works, I get it. But then when I can't, when you make me want it so bad and I can't get it, but that's what I that. hate. I know I didn't say that. I was a little worked up. I know I didn't say that, but that's that's kind of what I was alluding to. Like I get that, but then I can't get it. What's the what? It sucks then. So it's like, what's the point? Going back to Travis Scotts, it makes absolutely no sense what happened on sneakers app this weekend. Yeah, it was a mess. None. Like the app didn't even work. Like it got to the point to where we we're all trying super hard just to get the L. Like I'm like I just want them to tell me. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to quit. Day. That's how yeah. it always works. No, no, I'm not talking about sneakers. I'm talking about that's how it always works with every website. Like on um, when you used to try to get Yeezys on Adidas, you keep trying oh, yeah, until yeah, they say right. sold out. You're, you're right. Yeah, but see that's a different setup. You got to get in yes, line. You expect it. I yeah, I understand. Yeah, that, that's different. No, I would. Ex- All I'm saying is it's not different from the normal experience. It's different from sneakers. That's it. Uh no, I yes. expected to take my payment and stuff and then move on. You're in line, move on. I yeah. expect that from sneakers. That's what I just uh, exactly yeah. Now what I said. in Adidas, every other website works the same way as Adidas. A sneakers is the only one in frenzy, I guess. The only ones I, that I don't work really like mess that. with all that other stuff though. See, like once I try like East Bay and all that. Stuff, I've, well, I haven't tried East Bay in years, but like those, I've never copped off East Bay once in my entire life. Off of like a random drop, so I wouldn't have any idea. Foot Locker, never. It's not possible. I've never gotten the sock jig told you that. The leads, the well, the check-ins, whatever the Foot Locker app. I yeah. never use any of that. So like I don't know anything else but sneakers. Uh, and I always get W. You got sneakers, no man. business not doing no, you don't. Oh word? Oh word. I get a lot of W's on sneakers. Now, getting, lately, I've been getting a lot of L's. Exactly. But. Getting a lot and getting everything is two completely different things. I get everything off Yeezy, Adidas.com slash Yeezy. Call me a liar. Only ones I didn't get were yellows. Uh, I think you've been and taking I don't cop L's Yeezy on anymore. there. No, I don't cop Yeezy's on there. I don't cop nothing off Adidas anymore. I think you've been taking L's lately. Yeah, all right. Last couple. Um, but I understand marketing. That sneakers app and stuff like that, that's utter nonsense. Uh, like, this is Nike. Like... I got about five different errors. It wasn't like the same one. I got one that said Apple isn't communicating with Nike or sneakers or something. I got one that said, you know, just the red payment error. Mm -hmm. I got another one that popped up and a different one that popped up. I'm like, yo, this is out of control. Sneakers is definitely trash. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but we just. But it was never that trash. Yeah, it was never that trash. It was almost like the off-white drop in sneakers, that kind of mess. Yeah, but that was a lottery, so that was even that was, it was a draw. Yeah. yeah, so it was like it didn't it matter. It should have been a draw. Oh, they were a draw last, then, it didn't matter weekend. if it took you ten minutes to get yeah. in because you, as long yeah. as you, Travis Scott yeah. should have been a draw this weekend too. Yeah. 
It, it would have made it easier. Had worse chance to get it. It doesn't matter. I would I would have been fine with it. You know, once you like, I'm texting people. People are texting nonstop. I'm like, yo, just keep trying. And yeah. I'm trying just to get confirmation that I didn't get them. I wasn't actually trying to get them anymore. Like I knew that wasn't happening. I was just like, yo, tell me I didn't get them. And you should hate sneakers too. That time they told you you got Prestos and they sent you. <laughs> and they, they sent you. You thought you had off white Prestos. Said, sneakers is trash. <laughs> you thought you had off white Prestos. They sent the picture, the got them picture, off white Prestos, and they sent you. Uh, I should have said that to Mark Parker. <laughs> Say what? I should have said that to Mark Parker. I would have like, been so me, heated. I remember you sent that picture to the thread to me and Sybil. We was actually saying congratulations, <laughs> and I never say stuff like that. That's not the reason I sent it either. I knew it was was fake. We was actually happy for you because you talked about them OG off-white Prestos all year long, and then you actually got them. I was like, dang, George actually got them. And I was happy. I text Rocio. Okay, so that, got them. so that makes my point about it being a drop. Was, okay. Because we, out of me, you, and Simple, we put in for every single one, and I won one. And it was the Hyperfuse or whatever. What? Yeah. yeah. No the one basketball shoe. About. That was 10. We used about three hours of our day trying to get I was at work. I remember that. I was sneaking at work. <laughs> you get anything off sneakers? <laughs> no, ever? I got nothing. Then. Oh, okay. You never get off sneakers? No, not in a long time. Oh, okay. You tried for cactus market joints, right? I didn't joints try for those. Are 1250 try for those. now. Oh, really? For like what? They were 650 the day on sneakers when they came out. Dang, you know what? What's so special about those? They just look like that. I mean, <laughs> Did LeBron wear it or something? Somebody wore it. I mean, he that. he wore a picture of him like oh no, Travis Scott wore him to the Houston the Rockets game, and then LeBron and won. then LeBron obviously in the back of a Kia. So I'm like, he was rocking him like <laughs> he was showing him like that's all I got for you. <laughs> Why does it got to be a Kia? I hope it is. Uh, that's who endorses him, right? Yeah, he signed up with. That's them. his company or whatever. They endorse with him. They sponsor him. He's sponsored by Kia. Yeah, yeah. you know that. Yeah. You don't watch any the, NBA, the NBA on TNT. sponsored though. by Kia. Why is LeBron, LeBron James was... being commercials yeah. with Kia? What are you talking about? I've never seen a Kia, you Kia commercial in my life. Zero the only NBA com- Kia commercial I've seen is Blake Griffin, and that was a long time ago. Bro, that's the last time you watched NBA basketball. <laughs> the dunk uh, contest. And he jumped, jumped over the car. Over the car. <laughs> yes. uh, no, I tried for them cactus, whatever. But I, there was a cat that posted on Twitter that he was getting ready to sell his uh, off-white, the OG Chicago off-white Jordan 1s, and he bought them off StockX for, I think he said, like, 1100 And he was like, time to sell them now. They're like 3000 uh, I think, like, you seeing those for 650 we might have to start buying them at that price and holding on to them. Uh. There are certain shoes, and you can definitely talk about this mm-hmm. since you own a shop. I think there are certain shoes that we we're able to look at now, as long as we've been in the game, we're able to look at it and say, you know what, six hundred fifty dollars is a grip for these Vapor Max, but, but I think these might go. They're to, gonna quadruple. In they're a year. gonna go quick. I just don't have the patience for it. George definitely has the patience for something like that, but I don't think I, I'm gonna have to start paying attention. Well, it's to like that. that with the Mars Yards. I remember I got those from Stadium Goods for like seven hundred dollars, and even used now they're like twenty five hundred dollars in a size thirteen, brand new, like yeah, three or four five, grand. Yeah, five though. You know, and so I remember the Pharrell NMDs, the OGs. I got those from like Flight Club for like six hundred at the time. The yellows, the yellow, yeah, the yellows, and even used are like you know two three G. What yellows go for now? They got to be really high. Yeah, uh, they've gone down though. They've all, gone down. All, 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 all Adidas. Adidas, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, see, I really pay attention. I look at. 
Adidas, I don't pay too much attention to Adidas resale anymore. Yeah, it's you know gone I mean? down. Like, I know, like, the 4D Future Craft, that's definitely gone down on some of the models, I've noticed. But The ones that come out now don't even have resale value. The ones that come out now, like, they sit. Like, you went to San Francisco and saw some sitting, right? Mm. You said the white ones, and I said, "Yo, you should have copped them." Oh no, nah, I'm not. Yeah, but that's not. That wasn't a sought after model from the jump. I'm talking about the other ones. Oh, like the original, original one. That no, you're talking about. Um, I don't even know what they the, call the different model. It, it like the shoe model matters too. Not only that, it's 4D. Oh, okay. see, I thought it was the 4D that everybody wanted. Nah. You got any of those? No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, I haven't copped shoe, Adidas in a long sat- time. Oh, okay. Since that Kanye mess. I was like you. I kind of boycotted it for a little bit. I not got back on that boat yet. I just... Now, Adidas, (laughs) I've been buying, but I haven't bought any Yeezys yet. But I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, some of these V2 colorways that are coming out, I'm not mad at them. Yeah, they're not bad. Them pirate black joints are fire to me. And them glow-in-the-dark joints ain't bad either. Now, I don't understand glow-in-the-dark. What are you talking about? You got the most V2s that anybody I know, and, all, and you scoffing. <laughs> You've bought more V2s in one transaction than I have total. What are you talking about? What was this, man? Um, or so, V1s, whatever it was. When, oh, that was different. When you That's had a long time ago. Uh? That was a long time ago. No, right. But I've advanced. I've grown. I don't even know what that means. Uh? Yeah, I'm a better person for it. Um, <laughs> what else comes out this week? What comes out this week? I wrote it Those down. Trophy Room 5s. That's this week? Yeah, I think it's Saturday. Those suck. All the React I like Presto, the blue ones. Uh, the other ones are friends and family. Oh, the red ones are? Oh, yeah, they're friends and family. Oh, I didn't know that. Man. I 7,000 of the blue and like 223 of the red. Something like oh, that. Oh, okay. And they, do they do raffles or online stuff? Trophy room? All online. I think it's going to drop them online. Yeah. Oh, that one went out of They're shutting it down. Friends you guys see that, right? They're cool. shutting yeah. trophy room down. So is it shut down well, already? It's moving. No, it's going to be. Yeah, that's moving. The lease, right? Yeah. Man, they up in Disneyland. As far as Disney oh World. man, I think of the least the price there at Disneyland. No man, the homie said he go in there and they got about six pairs of shoes in there and a bunch of jackets. They're like, <laughs> come on, you, like you he, go in there, yeah. But it's probably because he doesn't have to. His night. I mean, <laughs> he's not the same as a regular retail store who has to take eighty five shit products to get six good products. He yeah, just gets he, the good stuff. Because it's his dad, yeah. Right, but I mean, like, I would just imagine the stock would be a little higher in there than, like, well, you know what? They only sell Jordan then. Or do they sell Nike stuff, too? I, I don't know. Oh, I think okay. it's both. I think there. they really? do Nike, oh, too. Okay. I thought you would No, you're the online you Raffle King. I have uh, no idea. You, you were literally the a Raffle guy. Disney yeah. and stuff, so... I don't go to Disney World. <laughs> I went to Florida one time. Well, we went might. to the swamp and a cruise. Uh, <laughs> we, went to, we did. We took one of them boats with them big fans in the back. What are they called? Hydroplanes? Yeah. Whatever them joints are, but we were scooting, B. Saw alligators. <laughs> I'm not sure we did. It's not a hydroplane. <laughs> what is the mo- a hovercraft? hovercraft. Oh, no, that wasn't a hovercraft. Not that. Like, a G.I. Joe. A fan boat. A fan boat. That's the same thing that uh, Bobby Boucher them had. Flat metal bottom. With yeah, Bobby Boucher them had it in uh, Waterboy. Uh, I think like someone pulled up to the mom's house on one of them fan boats. <laughs> That's facts. Just call it a fan boat, I guess. Either way, I ain't never been there. And I, don't go, I don't plan on going to Florida, though, especially that area. You know, Florida's wild. You don't need to go now because it's closed. Well, was it moving to? Still moving to Florida? <laughs> yeah, somewhere in Orlando. Just oh. <laughs> gonna stay in the city. Uh, so I'm sure you you got some fives on deck already. 
No, I ain't got no hookups, man. I, oh, I'll explain okay. that, man. I don't got no special, like... I don't know, man, because I'll be on the website. I'm like, how I get this friends and family soul box? I mean, uh, the, the, soul fly. the soul fly joints. I just got those normal from uh, StockX, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that must be kind of what we talked about a little bit. Today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, some uh, shoes you just try to hit as quickly as you can before they go up, you know? Right. And I think the Travis Scott's, you kind of talked about that. You got to hit now, because even if you've been watching for everyone to get their pairs when they get from sneakers, you right. know? The price went down for a little bit, and it's kind of hovering right back up now. It's going back up a little bit. So, man, see, like I, I thought I saw them like once they, because I remember you said, and which we always notice once everybody pairs get delivered from the orders on the weekend or whenever, then you start to see prices kind of dip a little bit. Yeah, the market I thought levels out. I thought they would be at about six hundred. I did too. After I thought that, but they're not yesterday and today. Huh? Look right now. Today's the day. Yesterday and today is the day yeah. they got delivered. Two, free two-day shipping. I looked today, yeah. and there were still eight. I saw eight, at least in my size. I didn't check, like, all yeah, the Yeah, 13s other were in the 700s. Oh, you know, okay. 12, 7, 800. Okay. Well, and, and, like, do you foresee those going up? Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, okay. I think they're insane. I think it's kind of on that level of the unions or even, like, the off-white Chicago's. I, definitely the shoe of the year is going to be very, as far as resale is concerned. Um... What else come out this week? Oh, the skies, the waffles. I need a pair of those. Like, do you want me to go through the list? Or go through the list, man. I wrote them down. The top of your head. I wrote them down, but you never write them. Mm. Go. What you mean I don't write them? That's why I have a phone for you, wacko. All right, what's coming out this week, George? All the React Prestos are coming out. The new Nike silhouette. Man, <laughs> continue. You say the ones that matter. Oh, that shoe doesn't matter. You no, it doesn't you matter. You bought it. I bought it because it was $100, all right? Appreciate that, George. They were $100, $102 to be exact. Um, and that shoe might be a little overrated. Did you wear it yet? No, I wore it in the house. Okay. So and did you wear it yet? it's yes. really high. It's, it's like wearing a Wave Runner. It's like a boot. What? You it, had Wave Runners? Uh, I've had them before. I tried them on. I just never kept them. See, you be doing a lot of lying to the people. Right? Let's go. Man, go. You didn't tell nobody you had that? Man, a long time ago. I bought them for Oscar. Oscar wanted them for his birthday. What are you talking about? That was the whole point. We went to, like, whatever these events be out here. Uh, BHT Fest, one of them fests. Yeah, you lied about that. Right. Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, Fear of God pack, raids, whatever else. What's the other one's called? Moccasins. Yep, moccasins. I need the blacks. Trash. Them black air raids are fire. It's racist. Okay. Fire is the wrong word. The black use. ones are fire. That's They're word. better than the old air raids. <laughs> and old air no, raids. Tim Hardaway air raids. Oh, okay. You agree with that? Okay. You love air, air raids. Air raid is not a great shoot. No. What are you talking air about? Air raid's a classic OG sneaker. Like, okay. The fact that it is a classic and is a good, those are two different things. Okay. But these for the ones are better, nostalgia, right? Yeah. Right. But Which it's are not cross a colors outfit. Shoe. It was like ninety two, I think it was like seventh, eighth grade when those came out. Man. <laughs> yeah. Those are nice. Fear, but, yeah, the Fear of God Black Pair is better than the right. original Air Raid. Why are you copying? <laughs> man. Uh women's Air Jordan twelve. No. Yeah, thank you. I love Pata Sevens. Oh, that's this week? That's what it says. Is that in Europe only? Yeah, it's probably Pata's release. Okay. Oh, Pata's European? 
Fam, I know nothing. <laughs> I we know, done? We out? I it's know over nothing with? what you talking about. Pat is European. I think like Netherlands or something. <laughs> so Amsterdam, you wacko. What is wrong with you? I thought it was Japanese. <laughs> You've been arguing against these shoes all these years and you don't even know where the store is? I thought wrong, it was Japanese. Wrong side of the all your opinions are hemisphere. now null and void on any pad of shoes. Yo, pad is European? I had no idea. Well, don't feel bad. I got confused that there's a pata and there's a para. I'm like, I didn't know that they and were I different. And I always so. thought they were t- together, pata one, para. I one, always thought yeah. that. One is an artist and one is a shoe store. Which one's the artist? Para. Who is that? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> That's how I was. <laughs> no idea. Bro, I, first, I thought it was always pata para. And then when I realized it was split, I thought pata was Japan. Para, I thought it was just like New York or something. I thought it was the same. So oh, where's yeah. para from? Par from? Aren't they both from like the Netherlands or something? The store is in the Netherlands. I have no oh, idea where the artist is. What? From. Yo, the store is in Amsterdam. All what right. is wrong with you? Don't I think I... they're both in the Netherlands somehow. Oh man, well, I learn a lot. This is an educational type show. Don't yeah. be hating on me, man. Bro. You see, that's why you're an awful teacher dude, because you're supposed to encourage. Huh? When you taught me about sports betting, sports betting, you took your time. You, <laughs> you right. teach me about Patapara, you trash. That's because I know you know nothing about sports betting. You're supposed to know stuff about this. All right, well, look, I know the shoes. All right, I can name all of the Patapara collaborations, but I don't know where they, well, see, they <laughs> dropped in. All right, what else yeah. you got? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Are Patapara's going to sell? Of high. course they are. Really? You think so? I mean, it's already 500. What's your, They'll what, sell out, but reset won't be high. Will They're they 500 sell? already? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, well, I guess that's it. And they'll go down, though. It's not going to do what Travis Scott shoe is going to no. do. It's not a one. And plus, it has that god-awful pad of thing on the bottom. I know? think that's the best part of the shoe. The brown and pink is ugly. Dude, the pad is a 3M, and I don't care about 3M. 3M is trash. It's not trash. I don't midsole. care about it. Midsole. I mean, yo, what does that matter? There's a lot of stuff on the midsole of shoes that look fire. Feel the mind blowers. <laughs> 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 You got the whole collection of those, right? I love them. And forget <laughs> John King. They're trying to say that I'm I'm trying to write for Felix. I'm like sponsored by him yeah, or something. Sock Jake on your back, boss. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sock Jake, too, hating on me on Twitter about Felix. Man, I love mind blowers. Huh? I'm trying to cop some other ones. You the only one. The Mr. Porter mind blowers? But them joints are clean. Huh? Anyways, what else you got? How many pairs are there? Um, of the collaborations that I bought, there was only 50 pairs so of each made. So it was and 48 other people. So it was, like, it, was <laughs> like, people. it was like 20 collaborations, only 50 pair maids of each. I think I got about 12. And then, <laughs> what? And then the Mr. Porters and all that, that's like, they just got oh. pairs. Oh, 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 what? You own 12? Them joints are fire. Uh, can you tell me what's coming out this week? <laughs> Quit hating, huh? And bro, I could probably, I, bro, you don't see them everywhere. I could probably sell some of them. I'm, I'm, I haven't seen anybody else post the burn rubber ones that got canceled. The feezies, bro. Did you see the feelers that he posted in that screenshot? Who? Sock jig. Which ones were they? Oh man, come on, man! I don't care. They are, look. Fila trying to get some money back just because they made. <laughs> is that what? Just it is? because they made something look like cool grays, oh, okay. win like seventy twos, <laughs> and space jams. It don't matter. They them is probably like at Payless or somewhere. Them just weren't at like they weren't at Stadium Goods or nothing. Why does that matter? Look, man, what's coming out this you week? You don't bro? see Nikes at Payless. Look, what's not, coming out this week? They're not. They, what's coming out this week? They, 
<laughs> They're not copying Reeboks. All right, what's coming out this LeBron week? LeBron 16 going in the dark. Those are fire. Uh, fire is a strong word. They're the best ones. Uh, maybe. They're definitely the best LeBron 16. Yeah, yeah, fire is a strong word. Uh, Shocks OG. Stop it. You not copying? Shocks the most uncomfortable <laughs> sneaker of all time. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not in the top. They don't Boeing. But uh, they, had, right. they had one of the I greatest. Need you ca- to chill out. Boeing's Shocks had one of the greatest campaigns of all time for us growing up. That Boeing and that little Z. Little thing, come on, no, man. We you, couldn't wait to cop shocks when they came out. Are you talking about Rezigs? What are you talking about? No, you, the ads, the advertising, magazines, oh. commercials, and stuff. It had the little Z for the shock and the little thing, and the commercial would just say Boeing. We couldn't wait. When yeah, I caught my pair from Just for Feet, <laughs> Just for Feet, Just for Feet, I the first thing I did was try to like stomp on the springs to see if it was springy. Trash. Uh, yeah, nothing. you probably thought you could dunk. I uh, thought it did a little extra when I ran. Yeah, and then you copped those like strength shoes from East Bay, you know? Which was? <laughs> oh, uh, with the th- with that, that made you jump higher. With the thing on the toe. Well, we all had those. Jump soles? <laughs> yeah, you put them on the edge of your foot to build your calf muscles. They were jump soles. Me, Willis had them. We yeah, all had them. Strength huh? shoes, but yeah. Well, no, yeah. the strength shoes were the ones that had it connected to an actual shoe. Jump soles, you Velcroed them to your own oh, shoe. Yeah, no, I'm oh, talking okay. about the one that had it connected. Nah, I didn't have those. Those, were, those were like in Slam special. Magazine. Yeah, those were like 199 Jump soles were 99 So, All right. What else come Jordan on? 11, snakeskin, whites, or whatever color you want to call it. <laughs> oh, they were kind of clean. The lows. Yeah. What y'all, y'all don't like those? I would buy it for half price. Oh, okay. But you hate Jeter's. But nah, you like those. But see, here's the thing is I would buy them and then I would put them on and be like, okay, these got to go back. Right. So you, you, you're a wear tester. <laughs> you no, wear tester man gets them for free and then probably just has a vault full of stuff. I don't think he's sending none of that nowhere. I think Charles got a vault too. Right. Charles got five. Travis Scott's coming in. You Okay, you talking about this Charles. Yeah. I thought you were talking about other Charles. <laughs> I don't know nothing about him right now. All right. What else you got? Uh, NASA... Paul George, get your NASA ran off real quick. I don't quick. got a NASA ran, but <laughs> bro, that's like the fifth NASA shoe that's out for him. Like, how bad does he want to go to space? Get huh? your ran off. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you got? They don't suck though. They okay. Yeah, they uh, all right. They all right. Zoom GP Supersonics. Those are fire. Uh, in the classic, <laughs> in the classic solid, in the classic Sonics colorway, them joints are clean. That's not a classic colorway. That was their like retro jersey. That was their like no. Uh, that was like their updated version after the yeah, ones. The yeah, red. That like That's burgundy not a with the jersey. That's like a. I mean, it's classic. That was like ninety four. That was against the Bulls in the finals. What was that ninety six? Yeah. Okay, I guess ninety six. That's a classic. Probably. That's a long time ago. Well, now it's not their OG with the green Seattle where they beat McTumbo. I mean, McTumbo beat them. So in, I'm thinking uh, classics goes upset. a little bit further back yeah. in 96. All right. Well, the, the other ones are OG. These are classics. All right. What you got? Uh, he said already trophy room, Jordan 5, two shoes. Jordan 5s are trash. I don't know how you feel about it. Jordan 5s aren't trash, but those are trash. Jordan 5s are trash. Jordan 5s are for people 6, 7, and taller. Actually, no. we'll say 6'6 six, because six, Michael Jordan's 6'6. Six, six, <laughs> All right. You could wear fives. You no, could wear I'm, fives. I'm feeling them. How, far, how tall are you? I'm 6'2". Yeah, you a lot taller than I expected. I was yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not wearing fives. <laughs> no, thank you. You taller than George? How tall are you, George? 5'11". Dang. Well, watch your mouth. I'll Charles bunk in your head. to beat you up. <laughs> what you what else what are you talking about? What else are you talking about? What else you got? Uh, I think that might be it. 
what's uh, what's you didn't say the Sakai waffles? What's the end of the weekend? That's only in Europe. It's yeah, not even it's, on. Oh, it's All like right. the thirtieth in the U.S. I thought that was on sneakers. Oh, okay. It is on sneakers, but it's not till the end of the month. Yeah, the twentieth and twenty-first is next week. So I'm not gonna say the rest of this stuff because I thought that would maybe it was this weekend, but it's not. Any of those y'all copping to keep or sell? I would buy the snakeskin lows for half price. I would obviously buy either one of the trophy rooms because they'll flip. I would. I wouldn't keep them. I would sell them. Um, moccasin or not moccasin? Uh, X man, X shoe. I would buy that and flip it. Uh, X shoe. Oh, rage. Yeah. Uh, Are moccasin selling? Pad is no, I would not flip. at all. Oh, okay. Below retail. Dang. They keep restocking. Like I keep coming across. Like yo, got this pairs left sizes. Padas I would flip, and when React Prestos are half price, I'll probably buy them. I do want to see Padas in hand. Like, yeah. I just want to see no, what they look like no, in hand. No, no, no. I love sevens. They look better on foot than they do in hand. Well, they look better on foot when you got the entire outfit on. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like the jumpsuit, like the stuff that um, Jimmy Butler was wearing, like they look fire then, like with the pants and the jacket. You can't look fire with, pant- with jeans? No, 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 no. Well, I don't know yet. I got to get a hand. Now that I know they're from the Netherlands, I'm yes, going to give them a yes, shot. Yes, you got to get it first. <laughs> I'm going to try it. I'm going to have an opportunity. Um, These cactus shoes being 1250 upsets me. What size is 1250? Like all sizes? Pretty or? much. Except wow. like super, super small. Super, super small is like seven, eight, nine. Yeah, somebody hit me up for one of the pairs. It was like a size eight and was charging like 500. I was like, I'm going to pass on that. Like what's oh, crazy really? to me? Like I didn't even look at them. I mean that's part of the game too. Like I, I don't I don't fuck with those, you know. I, I thought they were cool and plus they don't make them in my size, but I'm shocked that they're going that high though. Thirteen and a half just sold for fourteen hundred on stock it. Damn. I definitely think it's I don't get thir- that one, man. Thirteen sold really? for a thousand. You don't like them at all? This is women, I'm not, I'm gonna say women, I don't like I just don't sizes. get that they're going that crazy though. So women's thirteen and a half is a twelve, so that just sold for thirteen ninety nine. That's like Sakai prices right there. Uh, See, I don't get why Sakai's are high. 13, I get that. Why? Well, they're going to go down a lot after the release. Oh, so the God, reason it was well, the hype and building they, and the they never, limited they never release. came out. Yeah, like the, the fashion same, week stuff. It's the same thing with, with anything that comes out like only at a couple stores and then yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, like slow two trickle. months later or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I get that, like but that. like I could look at these Vapor Max and say, well, it's got a Vapor Max soul. It's got like Hyperfuse upper. has like a different way to swoosh. I could see these and like these mm-hmm. are like kind of creative. I look at the Guys, I'm like, this is a waffle that's at Nordstrom right now, uh, added swoosh and some different colors. Like, there's nothing. And the sole is completely different. Yeah, the midsole. Like that I mean, sole. yes, it like hangs out the back. Like, it got it's a little thick. Different like, different. other than okay, that doesn't that the prices are going to go way down. So that sole is cool and creative, but it's not a vapor max sole. Like, there's no technology in this. It's nothing. Like. I get why it's limited. I get it. I, I mean, I there's understand. not much technology in an Air Max One either, and those Air Max One or Jordan One, and those are the ones that are selling high. So you, mm-hmm. you or like a Marjorie, you mm-hmm. uh, paddling the wrong way. But up I the look street. at waffles like as like oh, ni- the Nike version shelter. Like it's a waffle. Yeah, like, it's an OG. It's yeah, like it's the first Nike OG shoe. You go cop at J Crew. That like, Bill Bowerman stuff. Yeah, like I don't look at those as like yo, I got it. But those I need. Though. If you want these cactus joints, you better cop now, fam. The joints is going like this. <laughs> And Crazy. What size is like for my size? Was that an eleven? Is my size? Ten? Eleven? Eight twenty eight. Eight twenty eight. Wow. That should go up, right? That's a men's like eight twenty eight. Um, it had to I would go up at least fifteen hundred for me. I need some confirmation on that though. I gotta know yes, it's gonna you go need up. Free money. Bruh, I can't ride on eight hundred. I guess I could sell it back again for eight hundred, but whew. Um 
I think that's it. What are you talking about? Uh, you, did you get bopped on the head today? Or nah, fam. I'm doing a show here. Relax. Right. Um, oh, NBA Draft Lottery. Yeah. So Charles <laughs> told me yesterday that he is a season ticket holder for where the you, Phoenix Suns. Where are you from, though? Here? I'm from here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right, that's legit. Yeah, I'm from Phoenix, <laughs> born and raised a native. So I'm, I'm assuming you were very disappointed. Yeah, but I expected it, though. Why? Suns were going to get the number one pick two years in a row. And, you know, Sarver's crazy. So I think they're not going to let him screw Zion's career I, over. I think um, most fans you talk to who, like, were in that. Well, there was four, three teams that had the same odds or four? Yeah, three. three? I yeah, think if three. you ask most fans of those three teams, they're all cynical about, like, yeah. <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah, The Knicks, the Cavs, the Suns. Well, I don't think the Cavs. The Knicks fans might have been the most confident. Oh, yeah, they're and pissed. They had no reason to be confident. Yeah. They, like, they should have been the most prepared be for that. Yeah. Like, they should have been the most prepared to, like, lose. But it's been a while since the Knicks has been in this, had this opportunity. So oh, there's yeah. still a part of like everybody Patrick that thinks. Yeah, there's still a part 85. of everybody that thinks, like, they're going to hook up the Knicks. There's still a part of everybody that thinks that. I even I thought know. a little bit. A lot of people still think that. It right. makes no sense. But I, I even thought they might even hook up the Cavs. Like, the Cavs, I mean, they, they need something. Like, yeah, but they've hooked them up a lot. They've had a number one pick, what, three or four times right. in the past, like, ten years? And What do the Cavs need, fam? It's Cleveland Cavaliers. Before LeBron went there, it was nothing. It's You're nothing right. now. What are you talking about? Well, I'm just saying, like, I thought they would. I, I wouldn't have been shocked if the Cavs got the number one pick again. Wouldn't have shocked me. Knicks, I, if they got it, I would have said it was rigged. Yeah. And the Suns, I really wanted it for the Suns, but <laughs> I find it amusing that they didn't. Like, the, the Suns the, are just, they have the worst luck. It's not even the Suns. It's all of Phoenix. I told you that in the thread. The Coyotes had the best odds to get the number one pick like two years in a row, and I think they ended up like third and fourth. And in both of those drafts, it was like a two-player draft. So <laughs> one year they missed out on the kid, I think, who grew up here in Scottsdale and plays for uh, Toronto? Maple Leafs? What's his name? Oh, you're talking about a young... Yeah, uh, this is I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. last yeah. like two to three years. Dang, I didn't know he was from here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so it's not only the Suns. It's, I think it's all of Phoenix. I mean... Well, I mean, we got Kyler Murray. I mean, yeah. you know... Cardinals, it's but the NFL is just based on yeah. record. Right. Well, there's no lottery. What are you talking about? Yeah. I know, but I'm just, you know, there's some luck here, a little bit. Thank you. I was really <laughs> yeah, so lucky to have the worst record in the league. I Cardinals. thought it Congrats. would be, I thought it'd be dope though if it would have had Kyler and Zion at the same Austin time Matthews. during this. Gosh, it would have been so tight. Uh, Austin Matthews is the cat from here who the the um, Coyotes missed out on, and then the next year they had the same exact thing and missed out on somebody. Suns tickets would have like doubled. Oh yeah, all right. Like, well, that's when we team. got our tickets when they drafted Aiton. We got them the same day. The teams that got screwed the worst is the Suns and the Bulls. They they literally, Suns had tied for the first odds, and the Bulls had the fourth odds. And the Bulls are yeah. seventh, and the Suns are sixth. And then so, Cavs got, what, fifth, eighth? Cavs are somewhere around Yeah, there. but they weren't tied. Cavs are fifth, yeah. Odds, yeah, were fifth. fifth. No, they were, it was Cavs, Knicks, and Suns that had the 14%. Yep. Even the, the top oh, three the teams. Oh, the Cavs were tied for the... Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was Suns saying. Suns like, had the same record. They did a coin flip to see, and so the Cavs picked before the Suns. I definitely, nobody... Everything that I watched, I definitely didn't see anybody talking about the Pelicans. Like, <laughs> coming in and getting... And now they're talking about Zion could go back to Duke. Like... Man. Yeah, he wasn't happy. Did you see his back. expression? I, I sent you the thing today. You didn't <laughs> click on it? No, what was it? It was like, was it Bleacher Report? No, it was oh, like one of, them, happy. one of them tweets that said <laughs> before the lottery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. But Bleacher Report put a thing out today that like, hold your horses, he can still go back to Duke. Yeah. 
So it's still a possibility. Especially he doesn't like sign with an agent. So yeah. I don't know. I would imagine he's already signed at this point. But they changed that rule. You can actually go back now if you sign. Oh, that's right. They yeah, did change yeah, that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Do so you think he should go back? I'm asking you. His leg almost fell apart. Wearing, yeah. Wearing Paul George's on the <laughs> He needs to get that contract. Should he go back? He goes back and he blows well, out his knee. And every player should do whatever they want to do. Let's put it that way. If he wants to go back to college, knock yourself out. Zion. You do what you want. I'll be happy, dude. NCAA would be extremely happy. But that would be trash. You mean so, uh, Mike Krzyzewski would be happy. <clears throat> NCAA's ratings are going to be the same no matter what. Well, I think NCAA ratings were like through the roof this year with him. Oh, yeah. I insane. thought they were like be exactly the same. I mean, maybe Duke games will be watched more. But the NCAA tournament will have the same viewership. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the tournament. I feel like him just being there had me watching more college basketball. Yeah, whether he was playing or not. Like, I was still like, okay, I'm interested in everybody Mm -hmm. a little bit. What happened? They ain't recording? I might have kicked the thing. Oh, man. I need an intern. I need an intern that works for free. (laughs) (laughs) Man, don't even start me on Oscars. I was arguing with the wife about him all weekend. (laughs) Too old, though. Um, but yeah, no, the Suns and the whole draft thing. I thought it was hilarious. The, the Suns, uh, Booker, he's gonna want out of here soon. Uh, like his They'll career, just get the number one pick next year. No, don't worry about it. <clears throat> well, these odds are crazy, man. The way they changed it just made it too difficult. The number one, yeah. the number one player won't be as good in next year's draft, but I no. think the draft will be deeper. I don't even. I mean, after it, it feels like that Barrett, RJ Barrett is a consolation prize, like. When you get the third pick and everyone's like, like I guess. Like, I, I saw somebody tweeted something about, and someone who like normally would would know a lot of basketball said he's the safest pick in the draft, and I just like, who, R.J. Barrett? Yeah. The wall. No. People no. keep saying that. Like, I on the radio, well, people worst are case saying. Worst case scenario, he'll be in the league for 10 years. Like, what are you talking about? Did you watch him at Duke? I understand that the, the floor is open a little bit wider with the like higher three-point line. It'll open driving lanes up. The man takes more bad shots oh, than yeah. James Harden. One hundred percent fact. I think that's I'm a good sorry. comparison, actually. To Harden, <laughs> I like do a not, poor man's Harden. I do not think RJ Barrett is good whatsoever. I thought worst case scenario, Suns would get the third pick, and then we would take Barrett. Other I mean, than that, to me, what he is is, and I, you know, there's no way I could verify this because I haven't looked at the numbers, but he's Andrew Wiggins to me. Someone who came in high school number one overall, probably yep. a little bit over Canadian. They are both Canadian. Well, there's also that I didn't even consider that part, but probably a little bit overhyped. Going to go to the league, and if he scores 22 a game, people some some people who aren't statisticians will think he's good. There's people out there who still think Wiggins is good. Wiggins is not good. Yeah, he Wiggins is a non-factor. Thing. He's a volume shooter scorer. That's it. And he, he does doesn't care. They say he doesn't have he doesn't passion. Defense, he doesn't care about the game. Pass, he doesn't doesn't. That's why Jimmy Butler was writing him. Yeah, he doesn't look like he cares <laughs> about I was really high on Wiggins when he we came We all out. were. They, they sold him like the next <laughs> LeBron, I thought you right? didn't care for him that much. No, no one knew he was going to bomb like that in the league. And now, keep in mind, the Cavs drafted him number one and then traded him to Minnesota. So even that. Even the Cavs weren't sold. They rather would have love. Look, Barrett has those sleepy eyes, dude. You know how I feel about players with them sleepy eyes, dude. Boy, they suck. Uh, mm-hmm. You can look in their eyes, man. I was watching this whole thing about Mar- uh, You still folks. can't explain Perkins to me, so. Sam Perkins, I mean, he was fine. 
<laughs> he was already right, was in the league for like what sixteen years. He's so in the league for a long time. He's though. a bad player. He was serviceable. No, but you wouldn't consider Sam Perkins a top two hundred player. Like, but what? <laughs> I was like five hundred. Every player that's your standard for every player drafted. Look, I'm talking, talking about, about new players, though. I was that. That's old school. And these new players with sleepy eyes. These young bucks. They whack. I can name them all. And, bro, the Suns not getting the draft pick this year, the number one draft pick. The Suns not getting a top three draft Sam pick. Sam Perkins is literally the reason people say people look sleepy because he's the original sleepyhead. That's fine, but I was young then. Yeah, he's the OG sleepyhead, but, like, I didn't. I wasn't able to formulate that stuff back then. I didn't formulate it Well, it's a good thing down you did road. because he played about 27 years in the You're league, right. So. Now, the Suns not getting a top three draft pick and Josh Jackson trying to get in VIP. Yeah, he's crazy. Our rolling loud is Funny, and he was what number four pick. I yeah. didn't realize that was rolling. He's loud. a millionaire. I was wondering why. Why, <laughs> why was Button and them talking about that? What happened? Yeah. That, was something else happened too, or that's only? Oh, not just like NBA young boy, all them rappers getting shot at and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you know, none of that. It's just a weekend, you know, weekend in Florida. Okay, it wasn't in Chicago. So. Uh, it was Florida. It's always Florida, but um, no, yeah, like I think that's crazy. Dude. And number four dropping, I've never liked Josh Jackson, and I will say. I, I wrote him hard pause because I wanted Fox. I, Darren Fox, yeah. I'm telling you, he's going to be I think they special. regret passing on Fox. Why do you not like Fox? Fox is dope. It. They don't make do face it. like that. Anymore. It has nothing to do with not liking Fox. It I mean, Lakers to, definitely would it, take Fox if they go back in time. This crew, Lonzo. Okay, well, the Lakers made a lot of bad decisions. Oh, <laughs> yeah. picked someone number four overall and then, like, what, And then the gave up D'Angelo Russell traded? and look at Russell now. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. They picked him fourth, and then the very next year they traded him. Wasn't it the very next year or two years later? It's the very next year. Okay, so, yes, that franchise is awful. Why you want Fox over a wing, I don't understand. If you want – if like, if the argument was, like um, – What's Philadelphia man who I said was going to be good and he sucks? Like, if you said... Markel Fultz. Yeah, so if it was Fultz and then you said pick Fox over Fultz, I'd be like, all right, fine. Whoa, you would have definitely not agreed with no, me no, on that. No, now. Oh, to sing now. Yes. Okay. Now, it's fine. All right. But Josh Jackson is a knucklehead, but his career ain't over yet. Fultz's career might actually be over. Well, it's man. hard to say when it comes to the Suns because with yeah, Josh they Jackson... they don't nurture talent. When I went to go watch, when I watched the Suns play... And I was like, yo, Josh Jackson is talented. Like, that might have been He's the best game talent. I've ever seen. He has the skills, but it's something with it's the like the Suns. best passer they got. Right, it's something with the Suns. When they get players, they, like, literally fade away. Like, Archie Goodwin. Like, players he like that. Um, He wasn't good, but people thought he was going to be. He yeah, they had good. the potential. I didn't think he was. What, he was at Kentucky? Yeah, he was at yeah. Kentucky. And he wasn't even a starter. Wasn't he, like, a bench? Oh, he was no, a starter. He was a oh, point guard. That who was a year they didn't have a good roster. So then who was at that draft? The Kings drafted what's-his-name that I thought was going to be really good on the— McLemore? McLemore. I thought he was going to be good. He's yeah, from Kansas. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kansas. He was yeah, Kentucky, but there's yeah. other instances where they made a good pick I thought was going to be trash. I thought Buddy Hill was going to be trash in the NBA because he was, like, too similar to McLemore. And I, Buddy Hill's actually good. And plus he was— <laughs> Yeah, old. he's been good to Kings. He got drafted. Nice. He was, like, 24 already when he got drafted. Yeah, you got to go to teams that like give you an opportunity, though. And I think Josh Jackson's opportunity it has is the sun, nothing though. to do with that. They got to develop because Buddy Hill was on. To yeah, it. you're right, but Buddy Hill was uh, he got drafted by the Pelicans. Yep. And then and that's an opportunity a team that I feel like that's a good opportunity for somebody. Yeah, he was in that Demarcus Cousins he trade. He went right. to the Sacramento. Well, he was on the Pelicans about two years, two three yeah. years, and then he went you to sure the Kings. About that? like at least right. a year. Yeah, he was yeah. there for a little. And then that summer they traded him for Cousins. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's right. He was part of that cousin trade. Um, I think that's it as far as anything else. Anything else we talked about? Oh, did y'all did y'all like the the drop Packer surprise drop type thing? That's the only way stuff should release. I thought that was old school. You seemed a little yeah. mad though. I liked it. Who was mad? I don't know. You seemed a little upset that 
You didn't know about it. If things shock dropped on sneakers, I would get every single shoe. Okay. Um, that's not right. Um, you, I don't know what your ratings right now are for shock drops on sneakers. Like every single one except Jordan Four. That's it. That's oh, one got, okay. I've gotten pretty much most of the shock drops. Um, yes. But I like that. I like the just mm-hmm. randomness of it, and you know, we see. I guess it makes it fair. But I did see a lot of people mad that like, you know, they didn't have an opportunity, yet, and I get it, but. I think it should happen more often. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think it should happen for every single release, but like, it should, it should happen. Way, it should be the only way things release. We've talked about this before. If I own my own retail shop, I would absolutely have a list. Like, I think um, Premier in California has one. There would be a list for like um, prestige of customer. If you come in and you're buying t shirts oh, yeah, and yeah. like pants mm-hmm. and like spending all kinds of money in my shop on like nonsense that nobody wants. You're going to be at the top of the thing. And when something like Travis Scott's release, guess what? You get a pair. Mm-hmm. That's how I would do it. Oh, yeah. And if there's anything left over, like so you do tears or whatever, and if like at a certain point you cut it off, then you just put them on the shelf. Dang, well, you should open my shop, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got nothing else. Anything else? What do you mean? Talk nothing, about? Else? nothing else, man. I'll start talking to Charlie about the shop. Oh, like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to end the show? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's just neat. This. Anything else? Uh, I mean, you can talk about uh, who's in the Western Conference, the Eastern Conference final. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. you got? I mean, who I got? Who you got? Bucks or Raptors? Okay. Both of those series are going to be sweeps. More, more than likely sweeps. And if not sweeps, they're going to end very quickly. Wait, what? So who's going to sweep? Who's going to sweep who? Bucks and Warriors are meeting in the finals, like I told you, like five months ago or whatever. <laughs> you think the Bucks are going to sweep the Raptors? Yeah, I did. I told you. I looked at the standings early in the season and told you the Bucks were the best team in the East. This was before the All-Star break, mm, before the trade Because I could have sworn you and I got into an argument about the Celtics, but all right, I'll let it roll, uh, though. I, have no I 100% guarantee, but I'll let it roll, man. I don't argue. 100% hey, 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 guarantee? Hey, what are you talking about? Me and you talked about the Celtics. You said it was going to be easy for the Celtics. Are we talking about before this season? Yeah. Okay, that's not what I said. Okay. I said a couple weeks into the season or months or whatever uh, yeah. when I looked at the standings. Yeah, they were dysfunctional. Uh, you said after All-Star break. No, I didn't. I said before the All-Star break and before the trade deadline when Philly got better, uh, Toronto got better, all those teams got better except the Everybody Bucks that but were already Boston. really good and Boston. The Bucks, I told you, were going to be in the Eastern, or in the NBA Finals. And didn't the Bucks get Paul Gasol, too, and he got hurt? Yeah, he got hurt. They so got they would have been even Gasol. better. They would have yeah, been, even, been better. better. Yeah. So he had to get foot surgery. And then and Marcus, what is it, Brogdon? Oh, yeah, he Brogdon. got hurt. Yeah, yeah he came back. The, they got him in the offseason, though, I think. No, wasn't he rookie of the year? Yeah, he they were drafted. Yeah, he drafted he, him. He yeah. rookie of the year. You sure about that? Brogdon, yeah. 100%. Brogdon was rookie of the year last year. They drafted him. Yeah. He was a second-round pick, got rookie of the year. Um... I think I don't think the Bucks are going to sweep the Raptors, but no, because I, I, I was a little—I mean, they only gave up one game to the Celtics. Not with Kawhi playing the way he's playing. Yeah, no, no, no. I think they should have swept the Celtics, but I think the Raptors—I think it'll go five. I think the Bucks—they just need a little wake-up call. That's it. Hopefully, that's why they wanted to fight. I'm not sold on the Bucks. I, I don't. I think Giannis needs like a three-point shot. I don't think he's solid enough that can carry him through like that. So I can't give it to him. Oh, just I yet. love Giannis. I there, said this a long time he ago. A shot, he's gonna be a top ten great. All they're, right, they're the best defensive team in the league by far. Um, by far, they got a good coach. Warriors are sweet Blazers. 
I think. I mean, they won last night by 25 or 20 or whatever. So yeah, I don't think without it's KD. Yeah, but I mean, the Blazers kept it close like throughout through the third. I mean, it was like there were times they came back and then they just blew it wide open. Uh, I think the Warriors actually played better without KD. Like, I think yeah. he kind of... He kind of he kind of reminds me of like Melo now at certain points, like where it's oh, like he, he's definitely better than Melo, but like where yeah. he commands not necessarily commands the ball, but like his attention with the ball, like it takes up a lot of like what everybody else does. You mm-hmm. give him the ball and you just kind of stand and watch. When they play Warriors basketball before Durant, Curry and yep. Clay running that baseline, running around like it makes and him Draymond better. Draymond passing, yeah, and Draymond passing. Like Draymond needs the ball in his hands a lot more. Yep. Than people realize, like when Kevin Durant's out there, you start thinking like, it's like a black the, hole. This is the first year when like, and I don't think Draymond's great. I think if Draymond was on another team, he'd be whack. But this year with Draymond out there, I was like, Draymond is whack. But I think it was whack because Durant was out there. Like he doesn't have the ball in his hand as much to do the things that he does best. He almost averages a triple double typically, like the last few years. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's he's, he's very bummer. important to the Warriors, right? And I think Boogie kind of slowed it down a little bit. Yep. I think he's, you know, he has... A, you look at the ratings, the efficiency ratings, when he's on the court, he slows them down. Yeah. So, I don't know. I get Warriors. I, I do think Warriors, Bucks again. I think Bucks will probably win the finals this year. Win no. the championship this year. I think so. I don't see it. Maybe the Bucks are ready. They're on the cusp, but maybe another couple years. I think Bucks this year. The Bucks throughout the season, I think I watched like two games against the Warriors, and they played the Warriors pretty good. They ended up still losing by about 20, I think, but they, they held on as long yeah. as they possibly could. So, anyways, um, if the Bucks, uh, the only way they win the championship is if it goes seven games because they get four home games. They have home court. Yeah. So, if the but if the Warriors tough. get one game in Milwaukee, that series is over. Yeah, I can't disagree. It's definitely going to be weird knowing that either the Raptors and it doesn't matter if KD plays or not because the Warriors are way better without KD. Yeah. Either the Raptors or the Bucks are going to be in the finals. So that's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, that's, that's not, wild. It's not that, that was crazy. a good trade it's for not the that Raptors. Crazy when you. Put when when you realize Kawhi is on the roster. Oh no no, it's just I'm just talking in general. The and they got Kawhi itself, and Danny Green like not, for yeah, but that would be like Demar Derozan. The, the Cavs is crazy. They're in the final. They got LeBron. What do you expect? No I mean, no 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 no. I, yes, I, look, is. yeah yeah, you're right. It, it was crazy at first seeing how good the Cavs were. Like it's it, it it was. But then the best players on the you're right. I know why they're good now, but it's still like God. This team has been awful almost my entire life, and now they're in the NBA Finals every single year. It's not weird to me. No, yeah, after the, what, fifth, sixth time? No, yeah, it was I'm like, talking about Toronto. It's not weird Toronto was in there. <laughs> Toronto, we, I trash Toronto every year. They suck. You trash a lot of teams that end up going to the Super Bowl. You trash the Falcons forever, and then the Falcons were up 28-3 in the Super Bowl. And look what happened. That's why I trash them all the time. They were in the Super Bowl. Because the Falcons are on that list of teams you can't trust as well. Raptors yeah, have been on that list. Trust Raptors list. have been on that list your, forever listen, as well. Your can't trust list is garbage. It makes no uh-huh. sense. Yes. Why is that? Raptors, you, you can't trust them? The Raptors are in the Easter Conference Finals. What are you talking about? Okay, yeah, but Kyle Lowry disappears. That's, yeah, that's Kyle Lowry ain't done nothing. League, exactly. And like, like you said, the Falcons got to the Super Bowl. So you're... So they still lost. Like, uh, you still can't trust them. So you can't trust a team to Look, not win a Super Bowl against the best franchise potentially of all time. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. They're still <laughs> on the can't trust list. They're still on the can't trust list. Until they get to the NBA Finals, then, all right, give them a little leeway for a little while. But Kawhi's not going to stay, and they'll be right back to Kyle Lowry and be trash again. Your can't trust list is trash. Yeah, Wizards. Lowry will come to the Suns. Wizards on the, on the can't trust list. Yeah, Kyle Lowry <laughs> will be on the Suns. Wizards, can't trust list. Sixers, can't trust list. I mean, neither one of them has been to the finals. So, yeah, sure. Right. Now there's the Raptors. 
What are you talking about? I've just never been. In the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Raptors been to the Eastern Conference Finals twice, I think. So, I don't know. I have no idea whether or not that's true. I think so. At least once, I know, against LeBron. Carter missed three and... Oh, so maybe twice then. So I, I think know DeRozan and Lowry got him there one time. And the then Vince finals. Carter missed that three in the corner against the Sixers. Sixers won against the Lakers. Then I think the Bucks got the Eastern Conference Finals against the Sixers. Well, maybe it was the Bucks. But you're talking about a franchise mm-hmm. that's completely different than your list. Oh, you right. hate them because of Kyle Lowry exclusively, and Kyle Lowry might end up <sighs> in the finals. No, I hate the Raptors because there are years where you're like, "Wow, they're good," and then what? They got swept. They get put out every year. You're like, yeah. "We can't trust they this choke. team." Like they got the the number one, two, or three spot in the East. All the time, the other team and it's has, like this could be their year. The other no. team that's on your not trust list is the Blazers. They're also in the finals. Yeah, because like, you can't. Tr- what? Like, can't the, trust is a team that doesn't even make the play. You're, okay, so you're the Blazers you're, had the Blazers were zero like ten and sixteen in playoff games. They've been swept the last three years in a row. So no, you can't trust them. I lived in Portland. No, you can't trust the Blazers. <laughs> you can't trust them to what? They're in the. You West can't trust finals. them to be, bruh. Those last so that's not good or no because the last three four years you're like wow you know they get some pieces they're pretty good swept wow you know what they got this person swept wow they got this person now they look pretty swept and now so is this only you saying wow they're good and then they get swept or is this everybody because that's not how it goes that's everybody people think really high of the Blazers what are you talking about who is people analysts sports people they be like man the Blazers look pretty are good you, you gotta watch out for like them. Shaq and Barkley look at the Rockets can't trust the Rockets yeah you can't trust the Rockets can't trust the Rockets the Rockets not with Dan Tony can't the Western Conference trust Finals last year the Rockets and uh, the second round yeah and they should have won last year but Chris Paul got hurt should have won this year Kevin Durant got hurt so you can't trust them. They can be as good as they want to be. Harden can score as many points as he wants, but don't in the regular season. In the regular season. So your don't. definition is can't trust to win a championship when only one team every year wins a championship. No, my definition of can't trust them is when we really think super high, like, oh, this Who could be the year. Who thought highly of them? They're playing against the Warriors for the last five years. Nobody thought highly of the Rockets this to year. To beat the Warriors? Yeah, this was probably their best now if Now if the Warriors, who were the favorite in Vegas and in all the talking heads, didn't go win the championship, then you could be like, oh, you can't trust them. All right, you can't trust the Rockets. To me. Yeah, you can. Yeah, uh, trash. All right, well. Your list trash. I'm pretty good. My odds are pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Your odds are not good if the teams you say can't trust go to the finals. You know who else you can't trust? Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Falcons. You can't trust the Hawks. <laughs> no the one's calling the Thunder good. That's the difference. Huh? At one point, we were talking about Paul George as MVP, and we were talking yeah, about they could get to the Western Conference Finals. Candidate. What the heck? Who was saying that? Oh, my God. Paul George, absolutely he was a top, five top, uh, absolutely MVP top three MVP. This year. What does right. that got to do with the team? At any point, Charles, did you ever hear or consider or think that the Thunder could possibly get to the Westbrook Homes Finals this year? No, not at all. Exactly. Okay. Not with Russell Westbrook. Stuff I watch and stuff I read, exactly. yes. Uh, False. All right. You don't look at you the stuff I You forward it to me. All right. Yes, all right. What's your email address? Yes, email, because you can't text it. I forgot. I don't don't forward text messages. We all get notices and notifications. Anyways, let's talk legend. Charles, sneaker shop owner, legend. Brand new. Tell us about it. Give me some uh, insight on the ups and downs of uh, starting a sneaker shop. Okay. So we officially announced the opening. It's going to be June 8th, so about three weeks from now. Okay. So what's going to happen in the meantime is that we can do a soft opening. And so we're going to be taking consignment and having people come on through. And we actually can do business. But the formal grand opening is going to be June 8th. And and the way the lease kind of works is that you get a free amount of months that you can negotiate when you get a lease. 
And so we don't actually start paying rent until we actually have a formal grand opening. So I can open up on Monday and oh, people right. can walk in. We can actually do business and have customers come in. So I've been telling people, because in the meantime, you're meeting people, driving all over town, trying to do pickups and trades and purchases. So I'm like, no more. You guys can come to the shop starting either Friday or Monday, and we can actually start doing business with you, taking stuff in and um, actually purchasing. So what's been the hardest part about this entire process? Actually, no, let me sorry, you go back. What made you want to decide to open up a physical building versus staying online? Um, I think there's more credibility when you have a physical location. And um, we've had the website for about a couple months now. And I think we haven't seen the response with the website that we were hoping to see. I think that that physical location actually conveys confidence. And when customers drive by and they see the sign and it looks professional, I think that they're more confident in buying online. So I think just the physical location was something that we always wanted. That's what I wanted. You know, I was in education for 15 years. I was a teacher. I was a was a principal. And my passion always was sneakers. And if I was going to give all that up, which I did, right. I wanted to have like a job that I'm going to. I couldn't just stay at home in, in my drawers and right. selling shoes. Have you UPS could, come? Huh? You, you could. could. <laughs> but but I, I, thought, I thought that the bigger opportunity is to have the location. And, you know, so we put a lot of resources into securing the location and looking for it and getting the lease. So when you think of all the, the big shops, right, they have an online presence and they have an actual physical presence. You talk like Soul Supremacy. Right. UN, RIF, you know, Flight Club, um, Index. So you, you Stadium Goods, you have both. And I think that that's kind of the blueprint. You got to have the physical and online presence. Um, so, like I said, you know, starting to open up the physical building, like you said we. Like, is it somebody else with you? or When I say we, I just, I say it's the brand, but it's really kind of me and, you okay. know, the wife and family and, oh, okay. in and helping on the side and all that. Uh, yeah, but it, it's really me. We don't have partners. I mean, that was one of the big things of going into this. I didn't want to have partners because I've heard a lot of bad stories when you bring partners in of how business can really um, ruin the relationship and also just ruin the business. You know, you Correct. have those issues. You got to bring in a lawyer. You got to negotiate who's getting this percentage and why. I didn't want to do that. And plus, you have your own vision that you want to put in place, and you don't want to have to fight with somebody. Like, we, I want to do it here, there. Like, it's funny. I had some people that would come, and they wanted to join in. They wanted to be like a an investor or something. They wanted to be oh, an investor okay. and a capital investor and right. kind of invest a little bit. And and they already were, like, harassing me, like, let's move the location here. And I want to see the logo, and let's let's do this. And I'm like, man, you didn't even kick back a dime yet. Right. And can you imagine, like, right. how much struggle is going to be once we did have that person as a formal right. investor? So it's like, eh, you know. And, and a lot of people were obviously saying, don't go to the west side. Everyone, even my wife. And we live on the west side. We're right, yeah. So. Like, don't go to the west side. People on the west side aren't going to pay. All they like is Olive Garden and Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the, that's the challenge. And Yo, I'm just gonna be. I'm just being honest. Fact. Is that you know? Well, so, so just real quick. So you live on the west side, so you might want to chill out. Know, I love where I live, but he talking about a different west side. All right, that's a 100% <laughs> fact. I live in the deep west side, Pauls. He he talking about west side, west side, west side. Now, for people that don't know, so the areas he's talking about, let's consider Avondale a good year. It's Avondale. Okay, it's Avondale. So it's like right on the border of Goodyear, which is a city that I live in. It's more of a suburban type 
field area. So knowing exactly where you're putting the location, it's kind of giving the listeners an idea where it is. Everybody in Arizona knows Phoenix. Phoenix is a major city, top five, top six major city in the entire country. Goodyear, Avondale area is like the suburbs. It's about 45 minutes out, 40 minutes out from Phoenix. So it's a lot more quieter and it's a lot more older communities, a lot more family orientated. It isn't necessarily considered like the hip, like, you know, or the urban or like anything like that. And especially where the location that you're actually put in the store, it's actually, I wouldn't say it's a quiet shopping center mm-hmm. but it's it's a shopping center that like it has particular things in it yeah so Coles, a sprouts right car wash so why did you fully settle on that location well i live on the west side and okay. so you know that was part of the factor i wanted to be able to have a good commute i didn't want to deal with this traffic and mess around with the 10 that was a, that was a big issue Two, I think that there are consignment and sneaker shops on the east side i think there's a few over here um and so there's not as much competition on the west side. So me living on the west side and feeling that there wasn't that competition, um, there's more of a need on the west side. So I figured I wanted to go there. So my commute's like 10, 15 minutes from where I live. So it's nice and easy. I head down Campbellback and then turn left on Dysart Road and I'm right. there. I don't even have to take like the, you know, the 10 to get there. So that was part of the factor. And, and just I like the location. I just thought. It's interesting, this location we're in, no one's ever been in there. We're the actual first retailer to be in there. The spot, I think, was built maybe 2006, 2009, and no one's ever been in there. So that was kind of like a big plus. We can build it from the ground up. So when you go in, they call it a vanilla shell. There's literally nothing in there but a bathroom. And you have like drywall up, and that's it. So you you really get an opportunity to build it from the ground up, which we did. We started from scratch. So so I like the location. I, I also saw being in the Cole Shopping Center. There's a lot of like um, foot traffic that's going to come in right. based on Coles. It's a big retailer, big box retailer, national retailer. So we can get a lot of that. And so once we get the sign put in and all that, it's going to look nice and it's going to attract customers from Coles and the other areas around there. What do you guys, well, you talk about the competition. So now for a lot of people that don't know, state of Arizona, you know, sneaker-wise in Arizona, it's very weird. Like, you know, we've had plenty of consignment shops Mm -hmm. here and there. Obviously, pound for pound, I'm sure the sheriff is still looking for them. (laughs) Uh, Ben had those closed for whatever reason. I don't know why, but it just, that was it. It's still a website presence, but it doesn't have a physical shop anymore. Um, there's and they still hold down the shop. They right. do the shows and stuff still. Oh, yeah. They still do like the, the little sneaker shows They just or have one. Going, they're doing one in Tucson. And then um, obviously Forever on Top just opened up, but that literally took forever to open up. So um, is there any way like you – I mean, how confident are you that you can attract physical customers to the location? Right. Yeah, I'm confident. I think I think that there's enough of a pie that we all can eat. I, I think just like you have Starbucks on every corner, I think you can have enough sneakers to go around. And so I, I think what we're going to try to use to differentiate ourselves um, is we're going to focus exclusively on sneakers. You know, I'm not really doing Supreme. We're not we're not doing um, clothing. We're not we're not going to do Bape. You know, I, I think and just being an older sneakerhead, you know, um, who's pushing 40. Um, I, I think that, you know, we're going to try to have a good mix of stuff that's hype, but also we're going to have Kobe's and LeBron's and we're going right. to have stuff that goes back Doran Becker's that are a little bit older than five years. Cause I think sometimes 
you see certain shops, they focus on just on the hype stuff. And I think there's more to sneaker culture than that. So I try to like cater to both. You know, you can't ignore it. We can't ignore that the Travis Scott's are, are hot or all off-white stuff is hot, but it sells. You know, it sells like insane. So, you know, but I think there's more than just having off-white because I know I'll go to certain sneaker shops and you walk in there, it's all off-white. But, you right. know, I like Hobies. I like to be able to see Grinches or, right. you know, seeing some South Beach LeBrons. And I think just taking it back and, and having a good variety of, of shoes, not just the hype stuff. So so I think, I think that there is enough of sneaker stuff to go around in Phoenix and Arizona. You don't have to have just one or two and yeah you bring back to like pound for pound and you know and, and they had their struggles but i think we can learn from those mistakes and not kind of do the same thing right balance our checkbooks and make right. sure that you pay their, people out for like, consignment yeah, a lot of their mistakes were i don't have yeah <laughs> like they were like mistakes like ah oh, man we shouldn't have done that. a lot of their stuff was illegal um and and then they expanded i mean it's like you, you gotta you fast. gotta get like one shop down and and here's the thing too i mean one of the big challenges is that we get hit up like four or five times a day for jobs like you know and it's like right Those now yeah we're like right so are now you bringing on employees immediately no or? not okay. at all not at all like um so so when you're getting started you know you're getting your location your lease and that's a big expense that that is a big expense and i think that's why a lot of people would choose just to do online so you know coming in with a vanilla shell means that you have to pay for everything you know so it isn't like you go in an apartment you sign your lease and they got the walls there there's nothing in there so you build all of that out you you reach out to a contractor um, you get permits first from the city. You got to pay for that. And then you reach out to a contractor. You get, you get your designs, your blueprints of what you're going to do. And then you build it out. You got to foot that payment and that bill yourself, everything. So sometimes you can go into some locations. We were looking at a spot across the way from Chase Field. And literally there's dirt and no walls. So in that situation, if you're going to get that location, you're going to have to lay the cement. You got to pay for that. You got to pay for that bathroom being put in. You got to pay for those walls. And so the way your lease works out, you negotiate in your lease when you'll get reimbursed for that. So it's a big expense. So with us building this out, and I tell people all the time, like, we got to have a stable foundation right now. I can't bring people on. I right. can't, I can't, I can't pay you. And, and it's not just like paying you under the table. You got to pay, you got to be ready for benefits and you got to offer all of that and be legit right. and, and offer taxes. You got to pay it and do it the right way. We just don't have, after doing this big expense and, and, and paying to build out this unit right. and paying for the sign, you have to pay all that up front. And then once you open for business, your landlord will reimburse you. And typically that could be within 30 to 60 days. So like we don't have any money to pay for anybody else right now. And, and you know, and, we, and we've put a lot of the money um, when we do sell stuff, we put it right back into the business. So it's just me right now. Right. And we'll have family members here and there um, just on a trust level, you know, and you could see you can understand when you have shoes that are pretty pricey you don't want someone backdooring stuff you don't want someone right. selling your unions for like you know two hundred dollars on the side right. and so you just can't trust people i just can't right now so um once we get settled get established and you know we start having a uh, cash flow and generating revenue and profit we'll consider bringing people on but right now it's just going to be me and family as until we can get stable and get started and get some of that reimbursement back from the landlord of what we put up front with the cost I kind of even think, though, even if you could pay some employees right now, it probably just the smart way just to do that in general. So is the shop, and I'll ask you this too, is the shop, it's a consignment shop then? Or is it like, okay, so it is. 
Well, it's it, every every sneaker that we have now is is stuff that we have purchased that we own. Yeah. Um, we threw it out there last week. We said, you know, just as an introductory offer, we'll offer hundred zero, meaning they'll get a hundred percent. We'll take zero, just to to kind of differentiate ourselves from other shops out there. I know other shops take out a little bit more. They do like fifteen eighty five. They'll do right. twenty eighty. So we said, if you want to consign with us, um, let's help each other out. It helps us get additional product that we can have on our store shelves for day one. But also at the same time, um, we can help sell their product. We can put it online. We can sell it in the store and give you a retail space. And um, after that, we'll probably, once we open, we'll do like 15, you know, 85, right. you know, 10, 90, whatever. You know, we're not looking to like get rich off of that. But if we can help somebody out they can help us with product so you know once we once we get that established you know i I can i don't know if we're i don't consider ourselves ourselves as a consignment shop just yet you know i i think it's more resale um you know because i know you going back to pound for pound you get into a tricky area there and i know a lot of people have been bringing that up they've been they said they've been burned <laughs> right they they some people have been reaching out saying they want to consign but they 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 bring up the story i guess the spot that was on mill and tempe yeah, is what shut was that down spot called? like soul sniper or something yeah soul something yeah they yeah. like took everybody's stuff and just vanished that was oh, the yeah. one that was on the news before yeah oh yeah uh, what's going yeah so there's that reputation you know with pound per pound this spot you know of you know, spots shutting down and taking people's money. So right. that's, we, we're treading carefully, even offering that. So like we, even right now, if we didn't have a single person consigned, we have enough inventory and a lot of stuff to get started with. You know, I'm very proud of what we have. I think we already have product that differentiates ourselves from other shops out there. See, I was going to ask you, what was your plan to build up um, oh shoot, my sister lost birthday. Uh, I was gonna ask. I was. You gonna, don't remember anyone's birthday. Um, I was gonna ask. What was your plan to build up that inventory? Because yeah, we it just, looks like I'll tell like everybody have you know obviously follow Charles on his Instagram and follow Legend PHX on Instagram. Um, you have a lot of stuff like on there, like mm-hmm. like and when I remember following you on Instagram a long time ago and all your pics with the sneakers on the rocks and stuff like that, yeah. I'm like this cat <laughs> only has like what's considered heat, like. Super dope stuff. So, um, is a lot of that stuff going to be on there? Is that just your personal collection? Yeah. Like, okay. Well, the stuff on the personal Instagram, that's my own personal stuff. And it's all stuff that I've worn and used. Everything that's on the, um, you know, the stores page is all stuff that, you know, is dead stock, um, stuff that we've just bought. We've started buying probably in February. And we started, we did a big trip, and we posted on Instagram, too. We went to L.A., we went to all the regular places. We went to Riff. Okay. Um, you know, we went to Fight Club. Actually, we went to Riff because we were trying to get, like, the off-white um, Jordan 1s, the Euros, and trying to get some fragments. And they had uh, everything posted on their website. When we drove all the way over there, <laughs> their, I guess their website isn't updated. Oh, and yeah. so with what's in stock in the store, so... Um, a lot of the stuff we were trying to get, we had to go to different places. We went to round two, then we went to like Flight Club. And so we bought a bunch there. And so then we've been buying a lot with StockX. Um, it's kind of like the best way I can compare it. It's just like um, 2Js is doing with the Urban Necessities and NY. 
you know, I think he was, he, he probably, I think he bought a lot from Soul Supremacy. He, he talked about paying like 40 grand at once, just oh, buying yeah, this yeah. bunch of stuff. And you've probably seen him like in some of the videos at SneakerCon. He just walks up to the table. like, I'm going to cash your whole table out. How much right. you want for your whole table? And so I think that's what we've been explaining to people is that initially we've been buying as much as we can from those sources. You know, we've bought from Stadium Goods. We, we buy from Soul Supremacy a lot. Um, Soul Supremacy is probably the best for prices. Urban Necessities we bought a few times. Um, but a lot of it's StockX to get the best prices. And if we can get it for retail, we get it for retail. But the biggest goal was making sure that we had authentic inventory that we can assure that we knew for a fact that it was authentic. Um, so then you know. you're going to be doing... Okay, so then on the consignment side, if that does you know take place or whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to be doing the authenticating and all that stuff. And, yeah. Okay. And and you know and that's always like we try our best to make sure that we're we're selling authentic product and you know you ask for receipts, you check out the shoe as best you can, you look at pictures, so you try as best you can, and hopefully you deal with people you can build that relationship with, so you know you can trust that they're going to come in with good product. You know. Um, so so we're going to start taking consignment inventory probably this Friday. We're doing final inspections today with the city, and um, we're ready. We can actually start conducting business probably Friday or Monday. So I've told a lot of people, because my house is full. My I have no bedroom space anymore. I got like two bedrooms full of shoes. <laughs> my wife's like, get that stuff out, man. <laughs> you know, we got, we got shoes on, on the kitchen table. We got them everywhere. So, you know, once we get an opportunity to move in, we're going to load everything up take it out of the house, get into the store. And we've been telling people who've been interested in consignment, you can bring your product then. And then, yeah, because I remember even when I, I think you all probably consigned with pound for pound. I remember walking in there, dropping off like five or six pairs. And I don't even know if I got a receipt or anything. And I, <laughs> I walked out of there. I'm like, man, how do I know that you know what I got? And right. how are we going to do that? So like we made sure we have a form ready. We can sign and we both can sign right. and we know exactly what you got. And it's going to be in like duplicate. Right. And, you know, and see, so. that's how it's supposed to be done. Because there were a lot of moments with pound for pound. I think with you, I think like we've walked out of there like. They started. So what they did at first was it was handwritten and they fill it out and they photocopy it and they give you the photocopy. And then they eventually got a computer system at some point. But, okay. Uh, I feel like one time we left and you was like. They didn't say nothing. They didn't take no no. They didn't do nothing. Yeah, like I, I feel like that happened that. one time. I would never do that. Oh well. Either way, I only consigned with them twice. It was like a lot of shoes both times. I think probably like ten pairs or more both times, but it was only twice. Um. So when it comes down, and this is just me, my own curiosity. And I got all my money. So, so uh, yeah, I did yeah, too. Did. But I had a couple of checks bounced, so at least two. Oh yeah, I had that, that happen. Yeah. <laughs> And I got my money back from my banks that tried to charge me for depositing oh, yeah. the yeah, check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get the like, overdraft fee or whatever, like, the bounce check fee. Charging me a fee when I'm depositing crazy. someone else's check. Um, that part, like, so, like, like I said, everybody's had the aspirations, like opening a store and you know somewhere dope and all that to hang out or whatever. Um, city permits and all that stuff. How difficult is that? Like, yeah, it's very. It could be very stressful. So, so it isn't just opening up a store. So. Um, one of the big ahas for me was, you know, if you've ever rented an apartment, you just go in and right. you pay your deposit yeah, and yeah. you get the key like that evening on some occasions. Like this is a lot different, you know, um, getting a lease was it took about four months or excuse me, four weeks for us to actually get the lease and, and sign it. 
And, you know, you have to go through the whole process. We had to turn in tax, you know, returns for two years. I think they were just trying to make sure we weren't like some cartel, right. some, some, <laughs> some side business or something. Right. They try to make sure you're legitimate. Yeah. So and even someplace, I know even Glendale, and it all depends. Different cities have different processes. I know Glendale, they do FBI background checks. And they oh, check. really? Avondale was in, they make you go through all of that. Yeah, so, they try to make sure you're not like some shell company oh, exactly. for some weird exactly, stuff. Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, the Sinaloa cartel or, right. you know, you're just, and so, so then, so once you get your lease, you get it signed, um, you have to get a business license, you know, in the city that you're working in. Um, you have to get um, something with the state called the transaction privilege tax. So you can actually, you know, collect taxes. Okay. And they automatically, they used to have separate um, applications for the city you're in. Now the state just does it all for one. So they automatically knew we were in Avondale. So they did Maricopa County, Avondale, okay. and they did the state. Um, you also have your federal EIN license that you get, you know, your taxpayer's right, yeah. number. So you have that. We have one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, you get that part. So then um, once you finally do have your location um, and, and that could take, I've heard people say sometimes it could take up to six months to get that worked out with your landlord because you want to negotiate. There are certain things you can negotiate. Like I said, you can negotiate and say, okay. I want 120 days free rent. So it allows you to do all the build out and right. all the legwork that you need to. So they give you 120. You can negotiate 90. So it all oh, okay. depends. So I know stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So so um, we got 90 days on our lease, um, but we're not going to need it. So the way our lease worked, um, that 90 days would take us all the way into July or when we open for business. And so I didn't want to wait for that. So we're ready to rock. You know, let's open. Right. We can open in June. Let's do it in June. So then once the first day of the grand opening, that's officially our first day of rent. We, The whole clock starts then for paying rent. Okay. So, um, so once you do have your location, then the challenge is for permits, um, you have to have a plan of what you want to do. And you can have an architect draw it out, or you can have that people that just do the actual blueprints and they right. do AutoCAD. Um, they, a lot of people get sneaky. They just try to do the work. And you hire some guy at Home Depot and you have him come in and do painting and you can have him do some of that work. But if the city drives by and they say, hey, look, it, there's this spot over here. We know that no one's been in there before. We see work being, on, uh, being done. They can come in and ask for a permit. You don't have that permit, you're in big trouble. So you got to have the permit. So what happens is to get the permit, you get either an architect, which can be pretty pricey. They draw out the plans and then it can get pretty comprehensive. You're doing like electrical and you're doing all kind of different things. We weren't doing all that. We're just adding a wall, um, adding a counter space. And so we weren't doing anything too crazy. But if you're like doing plumbing and all that, if you're like a restaurant and you right. got to do it, you got to put in like a stove and plumbing and gas, then it could get pretty comprehensive. You got to draw that out. You take it to the city. Uh, to the building division and you submit it pay a little fee and then they review it so some places can take a long time to approve the plans they could kick them back say hey it's not to spec to building code it has to be at all that for safety purposes and then once they approve it you get an actual building permit and your contractor is ready to rock and they can actually go in and start doing work which so with us that took about just finding a contractor took about a month and then getting the permits actually took us to getting the plans done another two weeks on top of that. So when did you start this whole process? This year or mid last year? This year. Oh, really? Okay. This year, yeah. I, I, um, well, you kind of been rocking it then if you plan to open in June 8th. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, and I quit my job um, so I could do so this So you already full-time. quit and all that? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, you're, oh, are you this ready to is go? It. This is the risk, man. So, like, I, I quit in, in December and, you know, it was a stressful job and I was an assistant principal and they said, I need to do something different. I'm almost 40. 
I gotta, I gotta get it to my passion. It's like midlife crisis, you know. Right. <laughs> That's it, man. It's almost there. It's like, I, you know, you hitting forty, and am I wanting to do this for the rest of my life? You know, I, I went to school, I got a bachelor's and master's, right. and and did all this stuff, and was an assistant principal for five years, but it wasn't for me. And my wife said, you know, I'm tired of you coming home stressed out. And I, I couldn't do it without my wife. She says, I want you to do something different. I want you to possibly do the shoe business. She knew the passion I had. And so we quit in December and started working, man. And so, um, you know, we, we putting all the funding pieces we could put together. Um, and then we start looking at the location, which is the next step. And, and so once we found the location, got the permits, and then finding a contractor was tough, man. Right. That was hard because some people would come back and they'd hit you with some crazy estimates like super high right. and I'm like hey man I, I'm not Foot Locker you right. know <laughs> like we're not trying to do Foot Locker or whatever but you know you finally find the right contractor where the price fits and then and then we got the work going and stuff so do you think not bringing in the Supreme and all that stuff could help could hurt it could, but that's just not me. I don't, I, you know, I shouldn't admit this. I don't, I don't know how to authenticate that stuff. I don't know what's real or not. It's very hard. We have a few things, that's you smart. know. We have a couple of box logos. We have that Swarovski box logo that just dropped. Right. Um, but I bought that from someone I could trust, you know, and that just came right out, you know. So, yeah. but I, I, I can't. And that's just not me. You know, I, I think a lot of people have been hitting us up like, do you want to buy the decks? Do you want to buy the accessories? I'm like, right. You know, that works for some shops. That's not what I'm going for. Like, you know, I guess the model that what I like the best is like if you've seen, if you're Portland Index, Index is my favorite sneaker shop. And, you know, and when you go in there, you just, it's, it's kicks. That's it. Right. It's old school. Even like Riff, not Riff Dose, but the original Riff. Riff, you go in there or even Fight Club, it's just kicks, right? So I think that's the lane that we're going in and focusing more on getting that that variety of right. kicks instead of having Supreme and Bape. That's just not that's just not what we're going for. That's not my passion. I don't know about that. Right. Um, no, see, I, I, I don't like even know that. how to authenticate it. No, I like that because at one point the stores out here and it feels like all the stuff online, everybody went crazy hard on Supreme, which I got because it yeah. was selling like wildfire and the Bape and all that stuff. And then everyone started getting into the vintage game oh, yeah. like everybody got super heavy into it and i was like all right they're like focuses on like i'll even say like in ben had those and ben had those has always been a cool store like i've mm -hmm. never had any issues like charles is the homie like no problems but like they started really getting heavy into like the old tommy and mm -hmm. you know all the vintage sports hats and like classic stuff like that and i felt like that was like I felt like it was showing – I couldn't tell, and this is me on the outside looking in. I'm not a business person. I couldn't tell if it was like we're making extra dough with this or like, man, we just ain't getting rid of sneakers. Like we got to make some mm -hmm. money somewhere. So and I always thought like it took too much work to be bringing in that stuff and sneakers and right. whatever when the energy could have been focused on getting these sneakers out of here. Right, right. So do you foresee yourself – I know a lot of sneakers have to do this – turning away any product? If it's a good deal um, – no, I don't think we would turn it away. Okay, um, I remember a lot of people would turn away like dunks and foam posits at one point. Like they wouldn't consign them for people or bring yeah, them in. Well, I, li I like uh, I like a uh, foam posit, so I'm a foam guy. But um, but I, I I think it's just not our lane right now. And you you know when you're starting a new business, you have to be comfortable and master your craft and what you're doing. I want to just master the sneaker pieces and learn that right. before we like go off into, I don't ever foresee us doing vintage or, oh, and I really don't foresee us really getting into like some of the streetwear stuff. I just don't. Um, 
And if I did, I would that would I would probably hire somebody that would help right. us you would have like to authenticate yeah, at yeah, that yeah. point. Like I just I just can't, man. I was watching a YouTube video and they got triple <laughs> stitching and the yeah. tongue and like and the and the tag and like I just I'm like that's crazy, All man. Right. Like and and the stuff you know it, even with kicks, man. Like it's it looks super legit, man. Some I, of I, the sneaker stuff I watched. Uh, and I just it was one of those things like you watch one video and you look on the side of YouTube and it's another you just click in. It was a uh, and we watched all these in the past, but it was like a fake easy V2 uh-huh. and a and a you know, I can't tell. Joints man. were I'm talking like you know, and they pull out the black light and they're like, you know, right here the black light. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, like fine, I get that, and that's something you would have to you know learn and get used to take care of. But man, that stuff is crazy. Though. Like I definitely couldn't tell a fake Supreme. I I'd have no idea. Yeah. Like it would have to be blatant, like back in like the '90s, like 2000s fake for me to even tell yeah it's just it's just too much and i think you know we're just trying to master the the kicks right now and sneakers and you know maybe at some point we'll consider that but that's at this point i'm i'm trying to do something that i love doing and i didn't get into do this to to sell supreme and plus it's so complex with these bots man like i'm not i don't mess with bots you know that's too complex for me too so like I, it's just Supreme's just too difficult in in right. the day. Sneakers are difficult, you know. We've talked about it, but but Supreme is just a whole other level, and 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 so I I don't see that, and and I know some stores they they do well with it, you know, and I right. think that's their lane that they they focus on. I think us, it's just you know just doing kicks and and um. But if we get a good deal, right. you know, and someone bringing stuff in, and someone you know, and someone obviously. you know, and right. I think that's the point too. Is like you got to have people you can trust, um. Because I think right now everything that we've bought, we've bought from like a big retailer or we've bought from StockX or we've got from one of the big consignment shops in the U.S. So we've not got anything from people that you find in the street or okay. somebody hits you up and, hey, let's go meet over at the library and right. do a trade. I'll give you money and you give me this. Like, you don't know. I, I think I think <laughs> that's what we've done. Like, you can see everything we have. We have a receipt, whether we've got it from U.N. or Soul Supremacy or or StockX, we're going to have a receipt. We can show authenticity as best we can. So I think once you start getting in product from customers, that's when you have to really have your your eyes ready and you got to be able to authenticate and verify and see if this is legit or not. What are you guys going to do marketing-wise? Yeah, so so marketing, you know, it's interesting. You know, I've learned a lot with marketing. We, we, we started off and we kind of thought about, well, let's get into the movie theater. Let's get in this. Let's work with Harkins. So we, we ran an ad with Harkins. And it was crazy. Like, I was all excited about it. And we got it in right before Avengers Endgame. Right before. We got that 19th. Because their window was like, you got to get in that Thursday before. So you couldn't. So we had to get it on the 19th. So it would be ready for the next week. And as price is different for stuff like that, it's ready to drop. Like Avengers. No, the price. price, Yeah, the price as far as I know. So so we started running the weekend before Avengers dropped. And we had put, like, our tag and the website and all that. And so we weren't getting any extra clicks or traffic on the website or Instagram. And I was, I was telling my wife, I was like, they're probably not running it. Right. So I'm going to have to go down there and check it out. So I got tickets to Hellboy right. <laughs> and Hellboy went a good movie. So I'm sitting in there watching it and, and they ran the ad and just people weren't connecting with the ad. And, and I think that we weren't getting the response we wanted from Harkins in, in the movie theater. And so it just wasn't being successful for us. So what we did was they said, okay, let's let's look at Google Ads, Instagram, and Facebook. We got we got the response. We probably got like a thousand followers in one week just doing Instagram ads. You know, oh, and it okay, was cost yeah. effective, and and I think traditional print 
um, advertising that people have used in the past, like even those Advo ads you get in the mail, it just doesn't work anymore. It's okay. everything's online, man. You need to do it either through Instagram or Facebook or Google Ads. That's the way you advertise. And so we've got a bigger response. So I, I paused that. The ad was going. So you, basically the way the ads work with Instagram, if you've not done them, you pay for your clicks. Yeah, we've done it a couple times yeah. before. Yeah, 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 you pay for your clicks. So if, you know, if the, the people may see the ad, but unless they click through on it somehow, you know, you don't pay for that. So, you know, we were getting so much of a response. We had to, like, pause the ad. Like, the bill, we were getting these big Facebook yeah, yeah, bills. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, i got to pause the ad till we know for sure when the actual opening date's going to be. And that's what we knew for sure today. So we re-resumed the ad again today. And boom, like, you know, you start getting followers like crazy. So, so, so the marketing piece has just been more effective doing the online pieces. Um, we, we were hoping to get a better response from, from Harkins, and it wasn't. And it's just too pricey. So, so when you do the Harkins, does it just run in that theater or, like, you know? Yeah, you pay for each theater. Oh, okay. So, so like, so we, we did um, Gateway Pavilions 18 over there on um, McDowell and 99. Yeah, okay. So, Which is probably a better location to do than, like, the one closer to, like, on Australia. Well, we were wanting both. That's we were we were excited okay. about that one because um, Australia is a theater we go to. That's our personal theater right, we yeah, like. That's where we go. Um, but it, it it we we decided on um, Gateway Pavilions because they had eighteen theaters compared to Australia's sixteen. And yeah, you pay basically you you get a fifteen minute time frame, and they run your ad twice for every movie. Um, and that's 18 movies that they have, how many times they run a day. So they run that a lot. Okay. But they actually, when we walked in and we sat in and saw, like, they ran it 20 minutes before. So a lot of people weren't even there to right. see it. Like, so, like, a lot of the good stuff, you know, the Ford and Dodge and the F-150 commercial, that's, like, five minutes for the movie. Right. So, like, your, <laughs> your stuff is not even impacting or right. connecting with, with, you know, people in the theater. So... So, you know, but we, we, we see the importance of marketing because, you know, you got to get your name out because we're new. You know, there are some people that were just resellers, right? They probably resold, like even I think Forever on Top, right? They resold for a long time yeah, yeah. and did shirts and they had a they had a presence in the sneaker game in, in Phoenix, right? Right. Yeah. So, so, so it was easy for them to transition to a physical location, but like we're brand new. And so how do you get the name out and how do you get people to trust what you're doing? And and actually become a customer. So so we've had to really focus on marketing and trying to make sure we get the name out. So then you've always been involved in sneakers and everything, like just young, growing up, like this is when I could afford them. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, So you know, like I was, you know, saying that like everybody, you know, when pound for pound and all that stuff did that, lost a lot of trust. Yeah. I, you know, whatever them, I didn't care for them at all anyways but i was like they don't understand what they did to arizona oh yeah to that hurts the game like, we're they, still dealing they, with it people yeah. are still bringing it up like i'm like they they genuinely lost trust in the consignment business we had a high point at one point we're doing consignment at one at yep. one time and they stopped it and i don't know i feel like someone had told me they were just, like, it's just too much to handle like you're responsible for other people's stuff yeah and all that so gaining that trust right off the bat you know with the soft opening like um is that something like you're gonna do like your presence like I definitely feel like the presence of you is going to, mm-hmm. like, matter the most. Like, people want to talk to you and see you. Yep. Are you doing anything additional, like, going, like, making, um, not collaborating, well, collaborating with, like, mm-hmm. other shops or, you know, talking to other businesses and seeing, like, if there's anything, like, you guys can work on together or you just, right now, just kind of filling it out? Yeah, we're we're open to, to collaborating. Um, you know, it's like we've been going breakneck speed, man, since like January. It's like my wife was shocked today. She's like, I can't believe you're opening in three weeks. I can't believe that it's come together that right. quick. 
you know, and so we're open to that. We haven't collaborated with anyone. Um, you know, I, I think I think you're right that, you know, we're, we're trying to earn that trust that was hurt by pound for pound and some of these other spots because right. they still bring it up like they one guy was telling me all the stuff he lost at this soul spot in mill like you know he lost a lot of money and right. a lot of kicks and how do you trust so my yeah you're right it's gonna be me and and you know i'm i'm gonna be there it's gonna be this is my nine to five and this is my 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 job that i'm gonna do every day so you know i i think the big piece of it too is like you you got to build that relationship with people because we talk about it right and i know you guys have talked about it. a lot of these spots you go to it's cool guy city right yeah you know just, and and i'm not talking about the ones in phoenix but like you know you you go to this famous sneaker shop that right. you've been following for 10 years you walk in there and even speak to you right right and it's like you know one of the big things that we're going to try to do is like you know you got to speak first it's simple like hey you know welcome what size are you what are you looking for and then i back away you know and right. even just doing that and a lot of people have been dming me saying like you know certain spots don't even speak to me you know yeah, i've been yeah. there four times and they don't even talk to me and i i, I spend like three four hundred a time when i go in there so so i think it's me going in and, and building that relationship and connecting with people and and not trying to force you or pressure you but just like hey what's up what are you about because we're all sneakerheads in the, the day right we all take l's right we all took l's on saturday you know what i'm saying right. and well, and i'm not any cooler than you because <laughs> because i i got this shoe and you don't so let's just be cool and talk about it right. you know and so i think i think that kind of gets that confidence and people get that trust see people don't understand the value in like a sneaker an independent sneaker boutique like when you do walk into a place like that and you get to talk to somebody who like you said deal with the same things you deal with, understand the product, knows the product, and, like, really know. I went in the Foot Locker House of Hoops. I haven't been in there in a while. I went in there, and I remember back in the day, they used to have employees who, like, knew stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there looking at the new KD because I, I wanted to see what it looked like in hand. And not to say that she didn't know anything about it, but it just didn't come off as authentic. Like, she was right. like, yeah, you know that's the new KD11, like, type thing. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, it was just weird. Yeah. KD's at 12 now. Or 12, whichever the new model is. You know, she was like, yeah, you know, that's the new KD. And I'm like, oh, I know. She was like, yeah, you know, it's like, man, crazy comfortable. And I'm like, lady, like, I don't believe anything you're saying. Like, I know this is your job and you're doing what you're supposed to do. I do think that, like, you know, Arizona does need a spot like that where they can feel comfortable, mm -hmm. share the knowledge, you know. And I'll tell you one thing that, like, I look for personally is when, which we try to do with the podcast, is, like, when I comment on your page, hey, is it still available? Yes, yeah, still here. No, it's not. You yeah. know what I mean? I go to other stores and shops. People are asking the most questions on the picture that they post, no one says anything. Like, yo, they still got these? Yo, do you and take people PayPal? Don't respond. Yeah, do you take PayPal? Yo, do you deliver to overseas? Do you do this? Not a single response from that person. So Yeah, I think people, I think, you know, the, this is the issue. I think people forget customer service. And I think, you know, all of us, we've had careers, right? You know, we, we when I was in my job, I had to speak and greet people. I had to build relationships. I was a supervisor. I had employees. I had parents who would come in. So you have to speak to them. You have to greet them. And you have to respond. And you right. got to respond in a timely manner. You can't just be like, all right, I'm going to ghost on you. Right. And so I think I think sometimes people lose that. And I think that's been a, a, a big challenge of just customer service. I think people miss that. 
And so one of the biggest things that we've had to deal with are just people ghost on you all the time. Like yeah. I've had, I've had realtors ghost on me. I've had, you know, contractors ghost on you. You're trying to buy shoes from somebody and they ghost. And it's like, I guess you don't want to get paid, you know? And I think <laughs> you got to be quick. You got to respond. And, and it doesn't hurt, right? Someone asks you a question, just respond. Right. And every time, every time I'm getting the questions like 10 times a day, you guys hiring, I'm like, Thank right. you. Hello, how you doing? We appreciate your interest. But at least I respond to you. I'm not just right. gonna be like, no. Yeah. You know. So I think I think that you know me being older too, like I know that that's important. Where sometimes I get it. Some of these younger kids working in these spots, I think they they didn't either get that type of training or in a situation where I have enough work experience where they learn that that's important. Right. But I I think that's something that you know we definitely are gonna try to hit on for sure. So I think that's the thing too. People like like that dream there are some people that live to work like in a place like that mm -hmm. some of the people that work for pound for pound not all of them because we had some homies there but there was some that like they genuinely felt like better people like mm -hmm. and at nike as well like there are people people at nike well back in the day nike scouts they used to act like they was <laughs> i used to be like man chill out like but um you know that's a good thing because in the area that your store is located you're gonna get that traffic of like uh you know, fourteen year old coming with dad. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, exactly. And Mom coming in. You could get back to school shopping, right? Like you could get dad to buy himself something mm -hmm. just from being good customer service. He might not have no any idea what's happening, exactly. But he see a nice little pair of dope New Balances A six. You know, some Kobe's or some dope. He might buy them joints. And, and like, most people don't get the concept. That's been the biggest challenge. You know, when we open up, they're like, "Hey, you know." I, I, I have a wide foot. I need a size 14 New Balance runner so I can go out to the trail this weekend. And it's like, that's not what we sell. You right. know? So people, you have to educate them about sneakers. And I think everyone we work with, they're all shocked. They're like, man, sneakers cost this much. Right. So, so and in that area, so that's what, one question I was going to ask you too. In that area, when you get that foot traffic, you get that mom and dad, you get that kid that's like, yo, there's a new sneaker shop. And they walk in, they see them Yeezy 2s you got for 7,000. <laughs> like... How do you feel like, you know, you'll be able to like, because I know those are specialty products, you mm -hmm. know, the Easy Twos and the Friends yeah. and Family Soulfly, stuff like that. But, you know, it's that explanation of like the type of shop that you are. Do you feel that, I always wonder, does that hurt shops, you know, like that because just the lack of education, you know, for the area that you're in? Well, and I think that's why you build those relationships as soon as you got to come out from behind the counter and you greet people. It's like, hey, welcome. What, what are you looking for? Right. And when they're going to pick up the shoe, they're going to look at that price. There's going to be some shock. Right? right. And you you explain. I remember the first time I, I went to a consignment shop years ago and I was like, what was four hundred dollars for some taxi 12s? What's right. going on? This doesn't make sense. I know they cost like one ninety. Right. right? And then the person explained the, 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 the dude in the store explained to me like, hey, you know, these sell out. They they are here. Someone brought them in, and it's called consignment. And they explain that whole process. And I think that's part of what we're going to have to do: explain that to people. So I think people get when you explain it's limited, limited edition. They don't make right. a lot. They understand, you know, with comic books, you know, they're, they're, they understand that certain things are going to cost a little bit more because they're limited. So you just have to explain. And it goes back to being that having that customer service and, and connecting with people. Because, you know, I, I'm not getting in this just to sit behind the counter. I like to talk. Like right. when the last heat of so we were at, man, I, I must have like chatted for like two, three hours with some cats. We just talk. You right. know, you know, it, some people sit behind those tables, you know, and they don't they don't, they don't speak, even move. They don't even move. Well. But here's the thing. And that's how I am as a personal shopper. And, you know, either whether you're shopping for a car or whether you're going for clothes, if you walk in that dealership and that salesman doesn't speak to you, are you going to spend money there? Right. Facts. It's not I'm not. You are. You may have money. but I, you, Yeah, okay. 
I ain't spending money nowhere if I don't get good customer service. Supreme, dude. you spending money because you're not getting good customer service. First of all, I only buy Supreme for my son because he likes it. It doesn't right. matter why you buy. And it. I heard they're, still, they're, they have their challenges. The LA store, your greenbacks. Okay, look back to like sneaker stuff like that. We've talked about it on the show before. We were like, we actually went to a few of them. Um, I would tell people all the time. Like, someone comes to a table, like, oh, what sizes do you have in these? Oh, you know, I only got, like, a 12 in this. You know, that you know how sneaker shows are. They got yeah. whatever sizes they have. Right, right. But, like, I wouldn't see them say, like, but, yo, what's your Instagram? What's your this? So, like, if we got any more size, I'll Maybe, DM yeah, you. Yeah, If I get that piece. in, that They're stuff missing. is important. Like, and even if you know, because right now I tell everybody right now, it's hard, like, if you got a pair of shoes for, like, you know, we've been in it for so long. You have as well. And I know somebody is selling it for five hundred, but I know I could find it somewhere else for like three fifty. Like I know it. Sometimes you're willing to like, you know, it's down the street. You know, mm-hmm. you're willing to go in there, take a look at it, copy. You ain't got to wait for it. You know, exactly. it's authentic. Like so, you're willing to sometimes make that move, which people need to understand and, and learn. But um, no, I'm definitely excited for you. Like I think we definitely need something like that. Um, I was gonna ask you, so we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. Like, what have you noticed, like sneaker wise, like selling? Like, what's hot? Like, are you... So you do buy when it's still high because you know, like, you're able to know that market to see when it goes... Okay. We And we have, like, even the unions, you know, we we purchased quite a few. We had, like, seven, eight pairs we purchased at once. And... At, at like, how much? They were probably anywhere between, depending on the size, uh, 1000 to to 1400 at the time. Oh, okay. And so, but the, but the thing is, too, it's kind of like when you start a business... You know, you you know you're gonna have to spend money to make money, right? You know, and just like as you know, we talked about with Urban Necessities in New York, right? You know, he I heard he had like a budget of a million dollars or something like that. American right. Eagle gave him said, okay, just buy. He wasn't buying at retail; he was buying, right? You know, he's buying at that like you know SneakerCon Union sixteen hundred dollar price, yeah. right? And so, so because cause he needed to open a store, and it's the same philosophy with us. We can't continue to do that. I can't I can't buy four or five Travis Scotts probably a year from now. Right. But we have a little bit of opportunities. We needed to buy inventory, and we budgeted for inventory, so we know we're going to have to pay a little bit more. But the trends are: you know, Jordan ones are crazy, Unions are crazy. Anything off white goes. Anything off white is still crazy. You're still Even, buying it? Oh yeah. Okay. Anything off white is still crazy. Um, Travis Scotts are insane, uh, you know, and so you kind of see the trends of where people are going. But generally, like Yeezys, Adidas are hard sell. And a lot of people are hitting us up like, hey, I got these V2s and, you know, they're used. You know, I'm like, sorry, we, we're not messing with those, man. And and people, you can still p- see people are behind the curve that they don't realize that that boat is sailed with Adidas a little bit. Right. You know. I, I've noticed that, too, like online, like I'm seeing people that are like still like V2 heavy. Like they like they're like. And I remember and when we talked to uh, Bruce last week, he's talking about the white pair. And I remember, like, at that one point in time where everybody was able to cop a pair. Mm-hmm. And I said, see, everybody copping a pair now are the ones that took all the L's for all the other ones. Like, yeah. And that's why they're still so high on them. And then even when the Butters came out and whatever else came out recently, like, there were people that, like, still needed them. They still went and got them. They didn't realize that the way you had, like, kind of, like, you know, died down a little bit. Um, what? Not on those pink ones. No, no, no. I mean, like, not sale-wise. I mean, like... They weren't like considered like super high resale. Now they're going up. A yeah, the clays bit. are doing they're, well. They're doing pretty good. All small sizes and Yeezys. Yeah. Besides maybe the seven hundreds ago are going. Yeah. But like there are some that All like I was telling some like y'all just chill like you'll get them for a little bit. 
less like a little bit later, you know, I was wrong because some of them were definitely like creeping up. Um, but I, they did good. Like when they did the hyperspace and they did the true forms and they did right. the clays. I, and I think thought that, that was dope. That was smart. Was you just like need to the, do more of that. How they released them per continent or whatever. I exactly. A, I had a size five or four or whatever in the statics one that I got in California easily off the app. Sold them and like made five dollars. Two months later, they're like triple the price. Are they the reflective ones? No, no, no. Just regular. Yeah. Because those go hard, so they're like six. Yeah, those are more, but those. I'm saying like the small sizes and the statics, which we're selling for just basically like make your money back. Right, right. Numbers originally. You're going to do U shoes? Are now double, triple. We haven't yet, but we will. Okay. We will. Everything right now is uh, dead stock, brand new, um, just because we don't have the space to store all kind of used stuff. So, okay. Um, but eventually, yeah, when we can right. open up the counter, people can bring stuff in and we'll work with them. And you're far more advanced and all this and your own plans and i'm not telling you what to do i'm not a, but i would say this when you start doing your shoes if you could like wipe them down a little oh, bit clean them. <laughs> yeah, don't just sell it as is Yo, some of these consignment shops or these sneaker shops that will be selling you sneakers them joints will be filthy but they still put that wrap on them they still yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm like yo you just Whatever that wrap is called, not saran wrap, whatever that is. I'm like, you just heat wrap the that, shrink wraps. Yeah, that shrink wrap, that dirty shoe. Like that joint <laughs> actually has mud on it. Like yeah. I hated that, but I never understood why more shops didn't get into the used sneakers. Though, like I feel like that's a big market. You know? Yeah, well, I think when you guys had the the Rift founder on, you right. know, he talked about how much money they made when they went to like used. They made a ton of money, right? You know, in the first like a hundred grand in the first month yeah. or something. It's that like, was crazy. And so there's a big market for that, and I think people are used to that. You know, they're used to being able to get their grail for a little bit cheaper if it's used. And I think that's always a weird concept for people to get to is, like, you know, these used shoes still sell for a lot. Like, what? Yeah. It's used, and you can you can still get, like, 80% of the value. Like, right. yeah, you know. So, so there's a big market in that. There's a big profit margin. And I think people are willing to, like, you can haggle a little bit more with prices with used shoes. I'll go on GOAT, and I'll go, like, to the used section. I'm doing still high. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, man, maybe I could finesse an uh, all red, you know, a red uh, human race, you know, OG, like, finesse oh, yeah. one out of somebody. But now's and, the time for those. And the ones that are, like, you know, 250, I'm like, okay, 250, them joints are beat. Yeah. All right, so you just have to put an offer on. in on one of the ones that's not beat and hope they accept it. Yeah, I've done that a few times, and they, they never accept it. So I'm like, wow, well, I, I kind of got off a little. Like those, those are like the only Adidas that I'm really going after, and I heard they were gonna re re release those again, but I guess not. Yeah, they're the human races. They've killed them. They released a ton, but you're right. Those and and I even made a post like a, a couple weeks back. Like I think the Pharrells have probably been the best Adidas overall after the Yeezys and everything that's oh, released yeah. in the past four or five years. And y- you just want to talk about money and resale value. It's definitely the Pharrells, you know. Yeah, no, and the and the friends and family ones are crazy, right? Like they're like what nine grand and yeah, like, those, like the those maroon ones, ones yeah, and like, like some of the BBC. I'm like, yo, these joints are that high? Oh yeah, they still go pretty high. Um, would you be doing like sneaker shops and stuff, like traveling, like tables, like places at all? You plan on doing any of that? Or? We th- we we thought about it. Um, I feel like it, it's so much work. It is. It's a lot of work. Like they just had the sneaker con in uh, Denver. You know, and you could you could write that off as a business travel expense, but like it's gonna be hard for me because I'm gonna be the only one in the shop. So, oh, yeah, yeah. so that's what I keep telling people because they were asking, "Hey, we had this." I think they were talking about the next Ben had those fests in Tucson, and yeah. a couple of my boys were gonna go hit that up, and I was like, "Yeah, I'd like to," but. I got the shop, man. Yeah. When that happened and we're opening the shop, it'll be within the first month. So, you know, so the priority is that. I think once you have, like, to me, 
and maybe I'm wrong, but if you have a shop, there's really not a need to do the sneaker cons. I guess you could. You know, I know Urban Necessities, you know, like right. he's always there. Yeah, he's a different he's buying like right 50,000 right. worth of consignment or, you know, most of his consignment. But but I, I think right now just trying to get in the shop um, off the ground and all that. And Now that's a good to focus on that. What are the short-term goals and the, and the long-term goals? Um, short-term goal is to, you know, we wanted to have the website. So we got that going, you know. So everything that we have in store and the website, they match 100%. So trying to maintain that, make sure the inventory is up to date. So getting that going, um, definitely would like to have relationships and build those relationships with customers. Right. And I think that's huge. You know, um, you know, you, you, you're a supervisor, you know what it's like, relationships are everything. So it, it's no different than customers. So building relationships with people. And so that trust is there. And we, we know like just because someone comes in a store and they don't buy something that day, you still treat them with respect and dignity, right. you know, and, and you're right. Like the next time they may come in, like, oh, yeah, I had a good time in there. We talked for like 20 minutes about how we took L's on those Travis Scott's. Right. I'm going to come in in two weeks. So like you're you're kind of paying forward for that relationship. They'll come back in the future. So it's those relationships are huge. I think, you know, we got the physical location down, um, which was obviously the big short term goal. Right. Um, the, the next piece for us, actually, for me. Because I was in education because I like to give back. I, yeah. I wanted to help kids. That's a big part of who I am. I think we've been talking about a different way. How can we give back as a shop? And so we've we've kind of been talking about, you know, if you bring in like a pair of socks, because schools need that. That's a big right. issue in certain schools. Um, you got to bring in a, like a fresh bag of socks. Right. And you get a 10% discount. Or if you bring a used pair of shoes so we can donate that to a homeless shelter. So I think that's a big part we don't want to just be a shop that takes. We want to be able to give back. You know, that's right. that's important for me. And I always said that if I ever win the, uh, the lottery, I, I still have to give back somehow, man. I have to yeah, help and give back. And so so I think that's we want to establish that connection of giving back and having some community service. Um, I think a, a lot of people miss the opportunity to, like, make those connections with, like, the local schools and stuff oh, yeah. in the neighborhoods. Because – and even for you as a business, obviously you're still a business, but, you know, that – bodes well for you guys mm-hmm. like it's like you know what that sneaker shop did this you know for our community for our school you know they have no problem coming in there and buying something you know back oh, to school yeah. and things like that or for themselves or even just gifts for family or whatever um and that's always a good thing uh like you said i, I you know you building the shop up you know i'm glad that you're like really super duper focused on this one because like you know other shops like expanded way too fast mm-hmm. you know um God, something else I was going to ask you, and I can't remember. I can't even think of what it is. You suck at this. Well, we did, one of the other big pieces, what we want, we want to we want to get a YouTube presence at some point, you know. Oh, okay. Um, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to do unboxings in store with product we have, and, um, you know, but I, I got to learn all that. I got to get a nice camera and right. get some editing you're gonna need, software. You're going to need help to do that. Yeah, that's so not a, that's not a one man show. So so it's learning. Yeah, that's why that's kind of once we get the shop going and the website going, then having a YouTube presence no, you is is the next piece and like, kind of doing unboxings and stuff like that. It's not it's not really hard to have that presence. Like I mean, you being the only one in the shop, that yeah. could be a little issue. But yeah. now, like I think it'd be dope to have the wife in there coming there every once oh, in yeah. a while and stuff like that. You got kids and stuff like that. I do. Yeah, like wife and kids and stuff like that. That'd be mm-hmm. dope to take a look at something that builds your presence. Oh yeah. And it's, you know, it's a little time consuming to make sure, but, you know, you got to just can't just be on the camera doing whatever. But, no, every single avenue to get the brand out there, then it's it's always a plus. Oh, yeah. 
Um, what I was going to say was, like, you were talking about the conversations. Like, those conversations are extremely valuable. Like we said, you walk into a shop and you ask a question. Like, I see people that own shops right now on Instagram. And, look, you're going to have all those people like, yo, um, yo I'll come back later. Or, like, yo, yeah. you, you PayPal they're ready? Gonna, they're going to flake on you. Yeah. Like, that happens. You're going to have that. But you got to understand that, like, oh, like, uh. <laughs> Oh, was he moving, Dang, out, of the, moving out of the front? Oh, I hope he was in it the entire time. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you know, so like I, man, it's gonna be dramatically different now. <laughs> so, all right, relax. You. Okay, you don't edit or do any of that, so you have no idea how difficult so that is. So that's gonna ruin your entire day. No, it's not. But I, I have to do four videos now. Like, what do you mean four videos? So you don't know how to do it. So that's why you have no idea. <laughs> what do you mean four videos? You have to layer. When I split the screen, you have to layer the videos on top of each other. Yes. If he's here at one moment, yes. I have to relayer another video because he just moved over out of a different frame. So there's going to be one video of him here. I have to do another video of him here now. Well, not if there's not anything in the frame at all. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm Okay. What am I doing? I don't Um but like I was saying, those conversations, like I said, it matters at all. You're gonna come across those people that are like, you know, PayPal ready, you this and that, but like you gotta treat them the same and they'll be you back, do. man. Like they always do. Uh one question that we always ask, and you obviously have some dope stuff on your website and you've owned some dope stuff, is a question that we say we ask everybody. Can your What's no, the question? No, you ask everybody. What's the question? I, don't I can't care. I can never Okay. More people on my can side. Can you side. have can Okay, do you have to own a sneaker for it to be your favorite? Have you have had to own it at one point? I ask everybody this. Because George says his favorite sneaker of all time is Undefeated 4s. Uh-huh. And I'm like, how could that be your favorite of all time? Right, but never you didn't own it. it. You've you never have it owned it. And I feel like a favorite is something you have some type of connection to. Yeah. A little bit. I hear you, and but I also hear George too, because my favorite is Wait, the Air is Mags. I I don't have any of those, you know, and probably favorite? never will. Yeah, well, that's 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 my grail, but you know, and I'm probably never going to buy, it. especially the auto lacing one. That was like fifty, sixty thousand dollars. So <laughs> sold two at the Urban Necessity already in New York. Oh yeah, yeah. I sent them posters, and we sold our second auto lacing mags. I'm like, God yeah. dang. Two J's is the the OG man. He's running things right now, but he's the model, but. But yeah, I, th- I I I hear you on that. I mean, but I think you can appreciate and like a shoe from a distance. You know, you know, there are some shoes we'll never get, right? You know, it's just there's this price is too insane, even for a retail shop. Like someone hit me up with the we the best today to buy. Oh, with the, the blue DJ Colette, yeah, oh, the, the, the blues, oh, okay. the blues, and I, and I just I commented like, yeah, I, I, nice, I, right. nice picture. What do you want me to do with it? I can't buy those from you. What do you want? You for? know, I don't even I didn't even ask. Oh, really? Oh, okay. like, can you imagine? Like probably ten k or above, right? So <laughs> like some of those shoes and that you just never get, but you can like from a distance. You have stuff like set up that's like going to be like that eye candy for the store, like yeah. Okay. We have our Grail wall, and it was kind of cool working with the contractor. Um, we have 21 slots that it's going to be behind the register. We have it lit up and everything. And um, we're going to have keys where you're locking. So making sure no riffraff get in there and try to take the shoes out. So we're going to have 21. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so we're going to have 21 pairs in there that we're going to have like our kind of our high end stuff to, to display. And we just got the lighting installed and it's custom made everything. So I'm really proud of that. 
I saw like the videos, you know, you do like every day showing like the progress of the shop. Yeah. And it looks dope, man. I can't wait to go to it. And it's close to our house. Yeah. I'll tell you, a lot of spots that have been in Arizona, I just don't go to because it is far. Uh-huh. Like pound for pound's always cool to come kick it. And like every once in a while, you try to get to the parties. Like they have like first Fridays or like little yeah, 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 things downtown. like that. And I'm just not trying to drive. If I got to have my kids with me, I'm not trying to drive yeah. like my five year old all the way across town to go here for a little while or whatever. Um, so I'm glad you're going to be right down the street. Like, you're literally, like, right down the street. So that's going to be super dope for our area. Uh, hopefully I see both of you in there. Yeah, I'll definitely be there. George won't because he doesn't drive anywhere past. Okay. <laughs> well, we ship, though. We're online. We ship. <laughs> yeah, so. It's like next day if you do UPS because so, you're in Phoenix. <laughs> um, well, you know, I definitely expect nothing but the, you know, to take off, you know, I wanted to take off. I want you to do well. Appreciate that. Thank um, you. Is there anything else you wanted to add, you know, talking about the entire process, you know? Yeah, I just think if anyone's interested in possibly doing the same in the future, you know, you just have to persevere. The, the biggest thing I've learned is that you have to really push people. People are going to sell you and want to take a lot from you. And you have to be very firm and say, no, this isn't good for our brand. This isn't good for me. Um, and you have to be firm about that and just be persistent. So it, it can be done because um, everyone's trying to find a way to profit off of you. That's the interesting piece. And I've been having to tell people because they offer so much like that's it. We're, we can't do this anymore. This is our limit. And you're upfront about it. So, you know, it, it's just being persistent, but also protecting your brand and protecting what you're doing um, and being careful because people do try to take advantage of you. Yeah, I was gonna. I mean, you know, obviously not getting into like the money aspect, but like it's from what you said, like it's doable to do. You know, if yeah. you really set your mind to it and go with it, like we always encourage everybody who's creating and wants to do something, like just go out there and do it. And I say you definitely taking a major leap. You know, assistant principal, educate. How long you been doing that? I was for I was an assistant principal for five years and I was a teacher for ten. So I was oh, like okay. 15. oh yeah, you taking a major leap. Is your wife teach too or anything? She or? does. Oh, okay. So she's, she's a still second grade teacher. Yep, oh, okay, yep. that's good. So it helps. She holds it down, and she's been holding it down as we've been building, because you know we haven't been bringing revenue, and we sell a few things on the website here and there, but not enough to like you know supplement a whole income. Right. So, but she's been really good. I couldn't have done it without her um, holding it down. You know, she her last day of school is next week, so she knows what she's doing for the summer. A lot of oh, free work, shout right? Out to the wife. Shout Don't out to tell the, the wife, IRS, so. but you know. We'll, <laughs> but yeah, so she's gonna hold it down and help out with that. People, we were talking about on the show before, man. People un- underestimate the sneaker wife, the sneaker wife, sneaker girlfriend. Dude, they deal with a lot. Dude. Oh yeah, and you they wouldn't even tell your pickups because of that person. So let's not go. There. You right, my wife. My wife deals with a lot. You know how much stuff I have and how many sneakers I got and how crazy I get about it. And I appreciate my wife for what she deals with me. This podcast bro i should be at home right now with my wife and my kids right now but she lets me come here and do a weekly podcast and talk to myself while you just stare at your phone so <laughs> so for her if to you allow literally to allow, ask a question when he's before he's even done with his question I, there's nothing i can get in I'm, i got no time to ask nothing well what would you like to say george no we're uh, done yeah, we, so we okay. good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i have nothing to say anyways i i definitely hope to show i i expect everything to be super cool man i appreciate, appreciate you it. coming on and like man you come up anytime. We tell everybody, anybody local, come up anytime. I know you'll be in the shop probably right now. Yeah, I've now. been a fan of the show for since the beginning, so oh, really? we definitely do have the best sneaker podcast. So oh, that's man, facts. we definitely so, appreciate I'm it. I'm just saying that because you're right next to me. What are the hours of, what are the hours of shop going to be? 
Probably 11 to 7. Okay, and every day or just Saturday through Saturday? We're Every working Saturday. on that. I'm trying to think how that's going to go. <laughs> maybe closed on Sunday? Maybe Monday, like a barbershop or something like that. Yeah, you should do Mondays. Yeah, because you know, be people go to work back to work on Monday. They're not trying to buy kicks. So. You stopped, you slowed down probably in your personal collection. Oh, yeah, right? I, haven't oh, got, okay. I haven't got anything in a long time. Even 13s, like stuff that I thought I was going to get for myself, I'm like, hey, I'm going I'm to give it to the store. That's smart. Well, those Euro off whites, man. Like it's just like they're. You've seen the Chicago's, like the toe boxes. Like they get so dirty so easy, man. You wear them once and they just trash. So, I thought that the UNCs, you know, with their toe box had that little plastic cover so you could wear them. So like the Euros, man, they don't have that. So I'm like, nah, I'm just giving them to the store. So they're dead stock. So I, I just give it to the store right now. I think a lot of like shops that have like you know owners and people that have worked in the shop. I think a lot of times they get a lot of stuff that's fire and they can't they can't sell it. They just want it. They put it to the side for themselves instead of selling it. Or they'll bring in their personal stuff to buy more personal stuff. Like, I think that's dope. Like, yeah, I'm sure you got plenty of kicks anyways. You could. Well, I thought that I would have that issue, but it's been easy. I, I don't want to keep stuff anymore. I kind of see it from the business standpoint. Right. I don't want stuff for me anymore. Like, I had those uh, Union Red Toes. That were my personal pair. And I eventually sold them in the store. I just I just saw the bigger need, and I didn't want to keep them for myself anymore. So that's how I am. I'm not even trying to cop. It kind of gets your fix of buying shoes because you're buying them right. from the store. Yeah, because so you get that fix out. It kind of feels like you know, even though you're selling everything, it's like yo, I own all these. These are all my sneakers. Technically, makes oh, you get yeah. that feeling. Everything we have now is ours. Like, this is we mine. Have no consignment you know, right now. So I think that's dope, and the money goes back into it. So what's the website? It's www.legendphoenix. Dot com and it's phx yep legendphx.com instagrams at legendphx so everybody who's listening i want you guys to check out the website i want you to check out the instagram and social media charles is a super cool dude want to support us at shop buy online hit him up come visit the shop if you're local to arizona it's in avondale it's located on you said june 8th is the grand opening yep. but a soft opening will be oh yeah if Friday? you come by, we won't turn you away. All yeah. right. So can, the location is on transactions. 1721 North Dyser Road in Suite A102 in Avondale, Arizona. So definitely we appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you giving us time. Appreciate you listening to us. Oh, I appreciate you know. the opportunity to come on here. So I've been a big fan for a long time. Oh, so. like, no, definitely. So like any time that you could come back, give us an update on what's going on. Oh, yeah. Like I might even just call you while you're at the shop, like see what's cracking. You know, see I'll what's come going on. Anytime. Stop bothering them. Right. Look, man, this is local stuff, dude. Building relationships. We, me and Charles, now we have a relationship. Yeah, well, we still Stay on the west side, man. You're a weird person. I don't know. We do. I don't know. You are an actual weird person. Me and Charles have a relationship. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know. So we're good. But definitely we appreciate you coming on. Um, Anything else? That's it. All right. Oh, uh, Milwaukee up eight with 23 seconds left. Wow. Okay. That's good. Uh, Dang. Good Lord. All right. Uh, Appreciate you. Uh, Let's sneak this. Bow, 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 bow.